a job, big or small, with all the permits and logistics, navigating the world of construction is challenging. Communication can be daunting, and through it all, you've got your own busy life. At J.C. Dodge Construction, we'll manage the architects, the framers, electricians, plumbers, roofers, and painters to get the job done. J.C. Dodge can act as pre-construction consultants, or we can do what we do best, build. Commercial, residential, and tenant finish. Whether you have a drawing on a napkin or finalized plans. As general contractors, J.C. Dodge Construction can execute your project from design to finish. On time, on budget, and always to the highest of standards. Because quality is how we measure success. J.C. Dodge Construction. Promises kept. Call 720-613-5500 or online at jcdodgeconstruction.com. The skills you can develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you an edge in the high-tech job market of tomorrow. The Guard offers career training to take advantage of your skills in science, technology, engineering, and math that can help give you a leg up to a high-paying and rewarding STEM profession. Get a head start on your career while earning money to pay for college. Log on to NationalGuard.com to learn about all of the STEM career opportunities in the Army National Guard. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado. KKSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. The Vic Lombardi Show starts now. He's the only one who knows what the buttons and dials do. Jesse Trujillo! He's the newlywed who hasn't yet established good boundaries. marty He's a millennial who keeps this train on track. Sort of. Will H.W. Peterson! He's the smartest man in Denver sports media. And he wrote about it in July. James Merlat! And he's the star of the show... The center of the morning universe, the one and only, Vic Lombardi! Picked up by Comfer, sends her all the way down toward it, and scores! J.T. Comfer! A 183-foot goal by my measurement! I still have no idea how Mark Mosier does what he does. I'm sitting there on the glass last night, and I can't even follow the puck and pick up the names. He does it from up over the press box, manages to figure out who's got the puck and who's doing what. That is an amazing display of eyesight for one Mark Moser. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show. Now 3-0, and sitting front row or courtside at Nuggets slash Avs games, as the Avs, as I guaranteed on this show, win over the San Jose Sharks 3 to one. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show, fellas. How are you? Good, Victor. And I, I think the fact that you're three and zero is something we need to focus on here. Now we can't overplay this hand, right? It's not as though we can put you courtside or on the glass for no. every single game. Oh, I but couldn't do it. My my liver couldn't do it. We <laughs> we need to pick our spots. So I think every vital win or game that the the Abs and the Nuggets need to win must wins. You need to be there. I agree. And come postseason, I'm sorry. I know there'll be some back to backs, and, and yes. you know, especially if both teams are in it, you could be there a, a lot of nights. But every postseason game, you and and I'm going to put Kyle in there with you. I can't yeah. just give you the credit. You and Kyle need to be courtside or on the glass. I think we need to make this happen. I think management needs to get involved. I feel bad for Kyle. I think he pulled a muscle last night. 
The guy was just berserk. He lifted me off the ground twice, and I had to calm him down. Just now, calm him down. Now, was he different on the glass than he was courtside since he's yes, a hockey guy? he's more at home, you know, more at home. And it's interesting, the dynamics of the hockey crowd versus uh, the basketball crowd. You know, he was in his element. They're like speaking a foreign language. They were speaking Canadian last night. I didn't understand what the hell he was saying to some people. You guys were great. I was up in the press box kind of watching you the whole time, and I know that sounds creepy, but you were on the Jumbotron like every 30 seconds. So it was very easy to keep tabs on you guys. I liked your signs right from the start. Kyle yeah. went with a ball joke uh, in the pregame. I thought that yeah. was great. It worked out real well. Well, it, it wasn't us that the scoreboard was keeping tabs on. It was Easy e who made his first appearance at an Avs game. Easy e experiencing the refrigeration of uh, hockey. He loved it. He had a great time. He uh, Did he come prepared for the fact that it's going to be chilly? Yes, he wore a coat. Okay. He was fine. All right. And again, we uh, exchanged seats with a couple kids in the upper deck. They had the time of their lives. They watched for uh, a period down low. So uh, we did the same thing we did in the uh, Nuggets game, and the results were equally the same. Having for the, the time team. of his life. That's right. A lead for the home team, followed up by a comeback by the opposing team, and then holding on and surviving at the end. That's exactly what we saw last night. So well, Kudos to the Avs. And Vic, the the trading seats with a uh, a kid thing was very very cool. And I got out of the blue text messages last night from people telling me that. So uh, kudos to you guys for uh, doing that. That went uh, that went over very very well. Hey, no problem. Uh, the Avs, meanwhile, get a much needed home win in a game that, when you look at the stats, again, you know me in numbers. Uh, the stats don't reveal that they win that game. Thirty-seven to twenty, they're outshot on their home ice. In the first period alone, the Avs were outshot 14-3, but Jonathan Bernier just has whatever it is. He's got it going at home. The Avs have now extended their home win streak to nine games and counting. And when they said this last night, I had to sort of do a double take. I couldn't believe it because the Avs had so many great dominant teams here over the years. That's the longest home win streak in franchise history. Think about that for a second. Wow. During the midst of that sellout streak, during the midst of teams yes. that went to uh, won Stanley Cups, went to conference finals, this is the longest home winning streak? Yeah, nine in, in a longest. row. Nine in a row. Longest yeah. ever for the Avs. And Jonathan Bernier right now, Vic, the calmness of that man. Think about how intense that final minute was. And then like all of five minutes later, he's just like, yeah, I'm playing pretty well right now. It, Listen, it dude, incredible. I get it. Varley played pretty well in Winnipeg the other night. They lost the game. Varley played well. I know he's back. He's healthy. But you have to ride Bernier, don't you? Don't you yes. have to ride him as long as you can? Yes. As long as he remains hot, however you want to define hot, then, yeah, you continue to ride him. But I, the fact that that's their longest home winning streak just stuns me. Well, think about I, it. It's a home winning streak, so a balanced schedule, it would have to lead to, you know, like a 15 or 16 game winning streak traditionally, right? It's just... Nine in a row at home is probably tough to do. But a 10-game winning streak overall, an all-time winning streak at home, we're looking at this team and saying, hey, it'd be great to get into the postseason. That'd be a big step, which it would. It certainly would, considering they were the worst team in the National Hockey League last year. Getting into the playoffs would be a monumental leap. But when you start talking about those kind of things, maybe we're underplaying their ability to make something happen once they get into the postseason. Well, you know, again, we can underplay all we want. I just, when I look at those facts, and then I also look at how young these kids are. I'm, I'm on the I'm on the glass watching kids 19 years old. Sam Gerrard is 19. 
he's shoving the puck up to uh, Jost, who is 19. I mean, Tyson Jost is 19. He is my son's age. You got a pair of 19-year-olds mixed in with a bunch of 20-somethings, and they're winning games. They're missing their top two scorers last night. No Nathan McKinnon. No Miko Rantanen. They're out. You got to generate offense. They did just enough to win, and they got to win those kind of games. They found a way. Yeah, and by the way, Vic, guess who uh, I watched the game with last night? More or less. Please, please tell me. Uh, Nathan McKinnon and Miko Rantanen. Oh, were they in the press? <laughs> yeah. Hockey's one of those rare sports where when the players can't play, they hang out with the media. Yeah, they were right there. I mean, they were all five feet away from me, and it was cool watching those two watch the game because they were very into it and talking about plays breaking down and all that. And it's like, you know what? I'm bummed they can't play, but they they both gained some knowledge last night. You know, and we'll gain some knowledge about how long they're going to be out from uh, Jared Bednar, who will join us at 7.30 this morning. He is preceded by Michael Malone, who hops on at 7.15. So we've got back-to-back head coaches on the Vic Lombardi Show. Let's get things going with big news right now. What big headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. The game was not secured last night until J.T. Comfer flipped the puck toward the empty net to make it 3-1 avalanche. Again, it's the youngsters doing most of the damage. They had to. They had nobody left. Here's uh, here's Bednar on JT. Good for those guys. you got to give them a lot of credit because they came out and they were the best line in the second period. And they, they're, the, they're the line that got us going and fired us up and scored two goals. And then Comfer ends up getting the empty net a goal at the end. So all, between those guys, they had all three goals. The NBA trade deadline looms. It is tomorrow. Tomorrow afternoon, 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock, H.W.? I'm hearing different things. I believe it's both. 2 o'clock, but I'll double check for you. Yeah, well, it's in the afternoon here in Denver, and the Nuggets seem to be in the mix for every trade rumor that's out there. Every time you hear about a player, the Nuggets' name comes up in Woj Bombs, Mark Stein, whoever it may be. They mention the Nuggets' the latest one, Tyreek Evans of the Memphis Grizzlies name is mentioned in there. Inbounds comes for Evans, four seconds, three seconds, Evans stops, fires a left wing three, ring it up, put three on the board, Tyreek Evans with a big bucket for the Grizz right there. Trade deadline is at one, by the way, Vic, one One on Thursday. Okay, Tyreek Evans can score, and uh, perhaps they're looking for another score on the wing, we shall see. I'm not sure Michael Malone's going to go into detail about what the Nuggets plan on doing with the trade deadline, because that's not his gig, but we'll discuss how... Players might be feeling this week. All right, big news in the NFL. And this hits home because, uh, well, he coached here for two years. And he was supposed to be coaching the Indianapolis Colts. Today was supposed to be the introductory press conference for one Josh McDaniels. Instead, he said no. And Colts and their fans and former players like Reggie Wayne, they're not happy. I'm sitting here with a wild face. I talked to some people in the Indianapolis Colts organization, and, and they feel you know, like they've been hoodwinked. Well, Josh McDaniels decided staying in New England as an offensive coordinator for the time being is a better job than the head coach of the Indy Colts. We'll go into more detail on that a little bit later. Uh, if you guys get a chance, watch the NFL Network here in the next couple of days. When they go into the open mic session on the Super Bowl, you'll see a play the play right before halftime where Nick Foles catches the reverse pass. They call it the Philly Special. Well, it was actually brought up by Nick Foles during the timeout. Coach, let's run the Philly Special. 
going for it right here. We're going for it right here. Do it, do it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go. Hold on, hold on. Philly special. Ready? How cool is that? The uh, coach and quarterback in unison say, yeah, what the hell? Let's run the Philly special. Only a trick play in the biggest game of the year, and they execute it perfectly. I love those open mic shows, don't uh, you? It's so good. And, and you know, I think because sometimes we uh, we tend to overcomplicate this and, oh, they're geniuses and make it out to be some sort of algorithm. And at the end of the day, it was just two dudes going, what do you think? Yeah, that works. Let's yeah. do it. Make it easy. It's like us in a flag football game, right? Yeah, exactly. All right, so if you have any questions for Coach Michael Malone or Coach Jared Bednar, please text us, 30933-30933. Questions or comments, we got both coaches back-to-back. Nuggets, abs, right here on Altitude 950. You're listening to the Vic Lombardi Show. Good morning. Troy Hansford can sell your house. An agent that specializes in high-end homes and knows the neighborhood. He's from here. He knows here. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate is the only agent you need to call to make you the following offer. Troy will sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing homes, and the key is marketing. It always is. So give him a call today, 720-600-6244. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. 720-600-6244. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, Crackman and Harris. Coming up on the Wednesday edition of Crackman and Harris, we'll look back at the Avalanche and the San Jose Sharks, look ahead to the NBA trade deadline for the Nuggets, and we will continue our conversation. Is there a worse human being on the face of the earth than Josh McDaniels? Oh, I'm so sorry, Nate. I couldn't hear a word you said because I'm celebrating the anniversary of Super Bowl 50, the golden Super Bowl. There's gold in my eyes. There's gold in the sky. There's gold everywhere possibly some golden guests as well so tune in take a listen crackman and harris every weekday afternoon three to six only on altitude 950 Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. And also visit us online at Lamar's.com, where we have simply a better donut. Boss of Fitness is now open in Denver, Centennial, and Aurora. Know what that means? You can be fit and be happy for as little as $9.99 a month. High energy classes, indoor pool, group cycling, turf training, basketball, super convenient kid care, right? And Vasa Fitness coaches are beyond amazing. Work out where fitness is fun. Join Vasa Fitness with month-to-month memberships as low as $9.99 a month. Stop by one of our gyms or visit VasaFitness.com to join today. 
What are you going to do with your $5,000? First Transit is hiring full-time bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. You'll earn competitive pay and have great benefits. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. Get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Go to work for First Transit, hiring bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. More information at 720-544-6456. Right now at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, they have the savings you're looking for. They need to sell 117 before month end, so they're ready to make you a deal. Plus, they'll even match your down payment up to $2,500 on any new or used vehicles. Mention the Colorado Avalanche and receive two years of maintenance with every purchase. Matching down only happens in February. Get here now. Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th off I-25 and 104th online at LarryHMillerNissan104.com. Driven by you. Stock number 2018 Nissan Rogue Finn JP5 146 41DN 1530 MSRP 27,005 sale price 23,956 after matching down up to 2750. We're all so busy. It's hard to find balance. Every day this month is Valentine's Day at Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa. Treat yourself or your loved one to a peaceful retreat. Go to fivewellbeing.com to receive a $150 gift card for $125. Use promo code LOVE. Try one of their signature spa experiences or have a relaxing massage or facial. Use promo code LOVE through February 28th at fivewellbeing.com. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. And also visit us online at lamars.com, where we have simply a better donut. The Altitude 950 traffic update. There was an accident that just cleared a little bit ago northbound I-25 approaching Hamden. Damage done at stopback traffic to Dry Creek. Traffic is brought to you by Winter Park Resort. Westbound I-70 trying to recover from an earlier crash. It's slow between 225 and York. And activity with an accident eastbound 6th Avenue at Union Sims. Don't take the weatherman's word for it. Go ski it for yourself. Go beyond your last powder day and explore the seven territories of Winter Park Resort. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. On the text line, uh, awesome win last night. Uh, Vic, what was the beer that you were seen drinking? It looked a bit clear to me. Didn't look like Colorado beer to me. Well, you guys know I'm not a big beer guy. It's what they kept bringing me. It's what Kyle gave me, so I drank it. I have no idea what kind of beer it was. I don't care. To you, they're all equally as bad? I don't like that. um, What's that one type of beer that people like that tastes all bitter and weird? Uh, Like an IPA, real hoppy? Yeah, that stuff. What is going on with you people drinking that? I'm with you, man. It it tastes like you're chewing on weeds. I I might as well drink lighter fluid. It's just a weird taste. My my, my, uh my brother-in-law loves that stuff. I I don't understand it, but whatever. I'll drink whatever you put in front of me. That's what I was drinking last night. We'll hook up with Coach Malone momentarily. Coach uh, Jared Bednar at 7.30 as uh, the Avs win last night. The Nuggets are back at it Friday night in Houston. Of course, the trade deadline comes tomorrow for the Nuggets, so uh, lots of activity expected here in the next couple days. Uh, fellas, one thing I've learned 
about those uh, hockey fans at Avs games. There are so many passionate, loyal, longtime fans, and I love hearing their stories, right? You got fans that have been in the same section forever. Okay, the couple fans we ran into, they have seats right behind the goalies and a great view. And they've been there even since the days of McNichols Arena. They've had those tickets for two decades plus, sitting there watching every game. They don't miss a damn thing. Then we went upstairs, and there's a different vantage point upstairs. Down low, you get to see the physicality, the speed of the game. Upstairs, though, you get the whole view of the ice. I mean, you don't miss a thing. So completely different vantage points, both good in their own respective ways. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, obviously I'd pick being down close, but you, you're right, and it's it's similar to, you kind of get used to whatever viewpoint you have, right? So like Not necessarily, you know, you said you'd be down close, but you might reassess that, because you miss some things being right on the glass. I mean, it's great, you get you get the player right in your face, but there's certain things you cannot see unless you're up top. No, I'm with you, and it, like, for Bronco games, for years and years and years, we've sat in the north end zone. Right. And so like that's the viewpoint I'm used to watching a game sure. from seeing the hole open up, all that kind of stuff. Now, when they're on the south end down by the south stands, it's a little tougher to see. But I have gotten used to that. If you were sitting 50 yard line third row, eh, you can yell Vance Joseph. That's kind of a nice thing. I'd get used to that, too. Yeah, you know, getting a little too close for comfort at times. Um, when the puck comes off the board really hard or a guy slams into you, you don't want to be too close to the glass. I woke up this morning with a sore knee. I think I had my knee propped on the glass, and Brent Burns came in there just smoking. Oh, my goodness. Knocked me in the leg, and I'm still hurting. All right, let's go to the hotline and welcome in the head coach of your Denver Nuggets. Again, the Nuggets off today and tomorrow, back at it Friday night against the Houston Rockets. We welcome Michael Malone. Coach, how are you? I'm doing well, Vic. How are you, buddy? Very good, thanks. Hey, listen, I heard you talking uh, after the game the other night. You took day, the day off yesterday, and I know you deal with your, uh, your your doctors and your strength coaches on what days to practice, what days to relax. What system do you have in place there? How do you come up with the format of when you go? Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't say it's the most scientific method. Yeah. You know, it's uh, obviously gathering information from uh, our training staff, as you mentioned, uh, talking with my coaching staff, and then looking at the upcoming schedule, you know, uh, and obviously uh, we had not had multiple days in between games for a while. So it was a, a great, great day yesterday to take a complete day off. Uh, guys needed a day off mentally, physically. Uh, today will probably go short but hard. Uh, and then tomorrow we'll probably uh, lighten it up a little bit because now we're going into a back-to-back at Houston, at Phoenix. Uh, so it's just a matter of what we're just coming out of and what are we about to go into, and then figuring out what we think is best for our team. And some days, like today, we're going to try to go short but hard, but I still don't know how many guys are going to be able to practice. So that also plays a part in it. You know, you can have all these great plans, but if you only have eight healthy bodies that are able to practice, well, that makes it a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. Coach, I'm, I was at the Avs game last night. I looked down at my phone. I see another big injury to a key NBA player, and it's been a, an awful few weeks here. Boogie goes down for the season. Andre Roberson goes down for the season. And last night, Porzingis with an ACL. It's just that time of year, man. I How do you explain it? Is it just coincidence? You know, it's, it's, it's tough to explain. And to your point, I mean, you hate to see it. You know, obviously, uh, DeMarcus is a guy that I'm close with and coached, so – um, he was playing so well, you hate to see that. Then maybe a little lesser known guy in Andre Roberson from OKC has a horrific injury. And then last, you know, a Porzingis in New York out for the season with the torn ACL. Um, 
Is it the time of the year? Is it guys that are playing heavy minutes? Is it bad luck? I'm sure it's a combination of a lot of things. You hate to see that. You don't want anybody getting hurt. And, uh, you know, obviously we've gone through it ourselves. You look at, you know, obviously Paul Millsap. You look at Tyler Lydon. You look at Mason Plumley, who's still out right now with a calf strain. So uh, injuries play a part of every season for every team. And the teams uh, that go injury-free or as close to being injury-free are very, very fortunate. And, uh, and that's where luck really comes into, you know, being a good team and being a playoff team because, you know, you, you don't have those really devastating injuries to keep players. Coach, before we discuss uh, how you did against Charlotte, uh, I want to go back to last week because I was there for all three home games at Pepsi Center. Three straight packed houses, okay? Three straight sellouts. I, I don't remember the last time we've had three sellouts in one week at Pepsi Center. It's It's been a while. And then you go to San Antonio, you have to play that bunch. Have you ever been a part of a tougher schedule in one week in this league? Yeah, you know, it's funny, um, and I was trying to think about that because going into that four-game stretch and coming out of it, obviously, um, you know, every night's a challenge. But when you look on paper, when you're playing, to your point, Vic, Boston, San Antonio, eight, OKC, and then Golden State, four in a row, four of the better teams in the NBA, uh, we knew that was going to be a great measuring stick for who we are, where we are, and where we're going. And uh, to your point, one, the crowds, the atmosphere, the ambiance was unbelievable, uh, you know, capped off by that last game against Golden State, largest uh, I think, crowd in franchise history, which was amazing. Yep. Uh, but um, that kind of talent four in a row was, I, I can't remember having to go through a stretch like that in all my years in the NBA. And I couldn't have been more proud of our guys for not only stepping up to the challenge in those four games, for me, the Charlotte game was the trap game. That was a game where, okay, we're going to take a deep breath, we're going to relax, and that's that's been an issue for us this year. And uh, our guys didn't allow that to happen, and I was really proud of them for, for taking care of business, especially in that second half where we played really good basketball. Yeah, they heard your message because I, I heard it myself. After you beat Golden State, you made, you made sure to tell everybody, this doesn't mean anything if we don't follow it up Monday night against Charlotte, and you did. Now, it got close in that second quarter. They came back and actually took the lead. What changed? What did you do different in that third quarter? Oh, we defended. I mean, uh, for me, it was really simple. Uh, and that was my message at halftime. Listen, the offense is great. I mean, can, I mean, I, I think at the half, Vic, I think we had 63 points. We were shooting 55-plus from the field and 50-plus from three, 17 assists. So we are doing great things on offense. But defensively, you know, right now they're shooting 63%, they got 62 points, and they're living in our paint. I said, if we want to win this game, we have to get defense into the game. We can't continue just to try to outscore them. And to our guys' credit, you know, I think that third quarter we held them to 22 points, and then the fourth quarter we held them to 20 points, and they shot 38% in that second half. So it was really simple. The offense stayed where it was. We had another game where we had 30 or more assists. The ball moved. We shot well from three, hitting 18 threes. But the biggest difference was we finally defended, and we did a much better job of keeping out, keeping them out of our paint and making life difficult for them. And when we combine that offense with good defense, now we become a really good basketball team. Chatting with Nuggets head coach Michael Malone, the trade deadline is right around the corner. What's it like coaching a bunch of young guys on a week like this? I'm sure there's some nervous dudes out there. Yeah, I, I think there are, and obviously, especially in today's day and age where the social media, it's uh, it's just constant. You know, names are being thrown about. 
And, um, you know, the one message that I always have is control what you can control. None of us have any control over that. Uh, You know, I grabbed Malik Beasley the other day, for example. I called him in my office just for five minutes because I've seen his name mentioned in these rumors. And, you know, I said, you know what, I owe it to Malik to just to, you know, try to calm him down and, one, let him know that this is a business and who knows what's going to happen in the next 24 hours. I go, but I want him to know that, listen, Malik, I can't speak for anybody in the organization. I have no idea what's going to happen come deadline tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock. I said, but you're a guy that I really think has a great future. I love coaching you. And I don't think there's anybody on our roster that Tim Connolly is up there saying, man, we got to get rid of this guy. we got to move this guy. Just got, we don't have that issue. I mean, yes, I think Tim is doing his due diligence to see what moves can we make to maybe improve our team. Of course he is. That's part of his job. But – the, the, the luxury that we have is that we're in a situation where there's not one player in our team that is that we feel is, man, this guy is holding us back. This guy has been a bad apple. None of that. So uh, it, it's always nerve-wracking for these players, and I think the more years they play in it, they start to understand that this is a business. It comes with the territory, and you just have to be mentally strong during this time of the season. And when the trade deadline passes, I think a lot of guys take a deep breath and then, you you know, you attack our last 28 games of the season. I'll give you a ton of credit here, Coach, because it, it ain't easy when you have 15 and at times 17 players trying to keep them all happy without some uh, discord in the locker room. Uh, that's never an easy task for any head coach. Having said that, I know you value Torrey Craig. You love his game. Is, is Torrey Craig going to be on this roster Friday night? Yeah, it's going to be, uh, you know, we'll have to wait and see uh, all these things. I mean, uh, one, you have a trade deadline, but two, the interesting thing about the, the this is the first year we've ever had these two-way players. Yeah. And I think it's a uh, it's a learning experience for the NBA and for all the teams that have these two-way players. And now you have the issue of Torrey Craig and you have the, the number of days that he's allowed to be here, uh, only 45 days with the team. And tory has been with us. I've been playing him. And obviously, each day I play him and he's with us, that's one less day that he has moving forward. So um, I'm not sure what's going to happen, Vic. I really don't. You know, I was on the phone for a while yesterday with Tim Conley, kind of updating me on all the different conversations that are being had and all the different things that he's hearing through the NBA. But uh, whether it's Tory, whoever else, uh, I hope all of our guys are back. Uh, I love how we're playing. I love the vibe that we have right now. Um, and who knows? Come Friday, we could have a, a few new players, or we could have the exact same team. And, uh, you know, that's kind of the uh, crazy thing about this time of the year. You know, uh, expect the unexpected, which is uh, usual life in the NBA. Hey, somebody asked me this question, Michael, and I, I don't know the answer. So if he had to go back down to G League, is he still property of the Nuggets, or would another team be allowed to swoop in and uh, utilize his services? No, I mean, as far as I know, and that is a very good question, as far as I know, unless Torrey Craig is, is part of a uh, a trade or something like that, Torrey Craig is with us. Okay. And if he goes back down to the G League, he is still our two-way player. He is still Nuggets. You know, um, you know, we have his rights, if, he, if that makes any sense. So sure. if he's not with us when we play at Houston or, or at Phoenix and we send him back down to the G League, he's still our player and we can call him back up. So it's not like somebody else can just poach him because he's in the G League for a couple of games and make them uh, theirs. Uh, and, and, again, you know, this is Tim Conley. This is Arturis Karnaschovas. Yeah. They handle all that. Uh, you know, all I know is that I think, you know, Torrey's shown that he's a NBA player. He's done great things. And, you know, uh, we'll kind of see how things unfold in the next, you know, 24 hours.
Okay, last one, Coach. Uh, I'm sitting there right next to Jokic as he's inbounding the ball to Gary Harris the other night. And I can't. I thought that pass is so undervalued. People don't understand how tough that pass was. He had to go underhanded underneath Stephen Adams' arm across the court to make that pass. And I know you, as a coach, you see that. I mean, not many guys in the NBA can. He had to pass Gary Harris open. He wasn't open at the time. He made sure he was open. Yeah, you know, it, it's. Uh, I say this. It's going to sound funny, but it's really true. Uh, what keeps coaches up at nighttime is just getting the ball in bounds. You know, forget making the shot. It's just having somebody that you trust as your inbounder to get the ball. I mean, so so many things go into that play. Everybody for years now is going to talk about the shot that Gary Harris made. But to your point, when you when you rewind that play and you unravel that play and you look at all the things that went into that shot, and a key part of it is okay. Who is my inbounder? Who do I trust to make the right pass, to read the defense, and to see where the guys are open? Now, I trust Nicola. I, whether it's a late-game situation where we just have to get the ball in bounds, knowing that somebody's going to foul us, I will put the ball in Nikola Jokic's hands as our inbounder 100% of the time. In that situation, tie game, put the ball in his hands once again. And now he's like our quarterback. He has his reads. He has his progressions. Looking here, looking here, looking here. And that last look, obviously, he knew where Gary was going to be. He throws it before Gary is there. And to your point, it is a one-hand, sidearm, cross-court sling, if you will, that is on time, that is on target. So now all Gary has to do is step into the shot and make the shot. So as great of a shot as it was for Gary Harris and the, and the crowd and us, to your point, I think the assist that Nikola Jokic gets is probably the most important part of it because if he doesn't get it there on time and on target, uh, Gary never gets a chance to make that shot. So, uh, But that's why I trust him in that situation, Vic, because he's got size, he's got vision, and he has the ability to make whatever kind of pass is needed in that situation. Coach, last week was insane. Keep it up. I'll be on the trip to Houston and Phoenix back-to-back Friday, Saturday. Look forward to it, man. Thanks for spending a few minutes this morning. No, you got it, Vic. Always a pleasure, and I look forward to seeing you soon. All right, bud. Take care. Uh, again, right. big week for the Nuggets as the uh, trade deadline looms tomorrow. Uh, Coach just mentioned it. They're, they're involved in a lot of different rumors. Now, we'll see how many of those rumors actually come to fruition. But I'm sure Tory Craig's name has been uh, bandied about many a times because they, they'd love to hold on to his services. Got to keep Tory Craig. All right, up next, quick break. Very short timeout. Jared Bednar, head coach of your Colorado Avalanche, up next. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you had the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit echohearingcenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit echohearingcenter.com. You've probably seen those car shows on TV where they restore Ferraris, Porsches, and Mercedes. Did you know that Denver is home to a shop just like that? For 27 years, we've been restoring, repairing, and selling only the finest classic cars. This is Jack Farland from Farland Classic Restoration. And if you've ever thought about restoring a car or investing in a classic car, check us out at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. 
The Pepsi Center is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. Come enjoy the fastest sport on two feet and where we play by our own rules. Pump fake, score! There's always great lacrosse action and something for everyone to enjoy. You may not be prepared for us. But all are welcome to join the Loud House. Don't miss us. Tickets are on sale now. Check it out at ColoradoMammoth.com. Trial lawyer Chad Hemmett from Anderson Hemmett Law Firm. So there's definitely lawyers out there who brand themselves as tough guys, aggressive, and have these tough-sounding nicknames. You know, the interesting thing is you sign up with them thinking you're going to get some action, but I can tell you there's countless occasions with those tough guys when it comes to actually filing a lawsuit and having some real serious heavy lifting, they send their cases to me. Get the picture? If you've been injured in an accident... Contact a personal injury team at Anderson Hemet online at andersonhemet.com. I'm Colorado Attorney General Cynthia Kaufman. These days we all have to worry about cybersecurity. Hackers use pirate websites to infect your computer and steal your ID and financial information, or even take over your computer's camera without you knowing it. Don't let hackers into your house. Be careful with the websites you visit and warn your kids on how to be safe online. To learn more, visit StopFraudColorado.gov. Sponsored by the Digital Citizens Alliance, in cooperation with the Colorado Broadcasters Association and this station. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Slow traffic on northbound I-25 Ridgegate Parkway to Lincoln Avenue, Dry Creek up through to Hamden, then your speeds improve. Traffic is brought to you by the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Southbound 225 running slow this morning, Parker to I-25, and watch for delays westbound I-70, 225 to York from earlier problems. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation invites you to Take Steps for Cures at a walk event near you. Get started at cctakesteps.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude. 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Joe's chasing Dylan. Dylan blew a tire and fell down. Puck rolls to the point. Joe's keeps it in. Finds tougher. He'll race down low. JT holds and looks out in front. Score! Gabriel Bard gets the tip in from the far shot of the crease on a great feed from JT Comfort. And that got the party started last night. The Avs getting outshot on home ice, but managed to strike first. And when they score first of late, they usually win. 3-1 the final last night at Pepsi Center over the San Jose Sharks. As we welcome in the head coach of your Colorado Avalanche, Jared Bednar. I was uh, sitting opposite Bedsy last night on the glass, coach. My first Avs game on the glass. You guys did not disappoint. That was a ton of fun. Yeah, it was fun. I thought I... I thought I had looked up at one point uh, at the at the scoreboard and saw on, on the scoreboard Kyle Keith trying to press you 
above his head. Yes. <laughs> that was a, it didn't clue into me at the time that it was even you two guys. And well, then I saw social media afterwards. And I was like, oh, those guys, those guys were having fun. I wonder if they were filming something uh, or if they were just uh, getting rowdy over there. So I'm uh, almost ashamed that you noticed that, Coach. It got a little nuts during the uh, Lion King segment on the scoreboard where they hold the child over the kid. <laughs> you know, he tried to press me over his shoulders, but I weigh a lot more than I look, put it that way. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a good night. It was, um, you, know, you know what, it was, we had to find a way to win, you know, like we're a little bit banged up right now, some key guys out of the lineup, and and um, in, in those instances, you need other guys to step up, and, and we, we talked about it as a group, that no one's going to feel sorry for you, you know, everyone's going through injuries, and and you need your depth and, and, and secondary scoring, and you, you need everyone to give it just a little bit more. It's not one guy. It's it's everyone just digging in a little bit more to get the job done. And, and we did not have a great start. Um, we just looked up. We looked like we lacked confidence and poise with the puck. We we did some good things, and we took, like, defending to get the puck back, and then it just seemed like we gave it back to them. And then we started skating and making plays in the second period, and, and things started to turn our way. And the the Joe's Comfer Yakupov line got us started, and and, and yeah. those young guys were uh, they were working and skating and making plays, and, and they get us on the board for the first two goals, and 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 we never looked back from there. But Burns was real good to keep us in that game, especially early on. That's what blows me away. At one point on the ice, I'm watching 19 year old Samuel Gerard push the puck up to 19 year old Tyson Joe. He's surrounded by a bunch of 20-somethings. I'm looking at myself, I can't believe it. These guys are younger than college teams out here, and you're coaching them in the NHL. You know, that's that's what's so exciting about our team, and, 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 and it is. We're not the only team, you know. Like, I don't want to make it sound like we're the only young team out there. The, the league's getting younger, and, and uh, these players with their skill sets are coming into the league at a younger age because of the – the skills and skating ability that they have and because of the pace of the game and it's it's learning how to um manage a game how to be more competitive on the puck and away from the puck uh understanding that every play matters that you there's you, there's, you cannot rest on the ice um Understanding time and score, when when to try and make a play when you need it, when you have to be a little safer with the puck so you don't turn it over, uh, knowing where you are in your shift length and 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 who you're playing against, which line, you know, like it's, it's a learning experience. So you go into last night and you you turn the puck over against. Uh, Kuchur or Pavelski, their top guys, they'll make you pay for it, you know. So, and I think our young guys are doing a really good job, and that—that's the opportunity that comes with a guy like Mac out of the lineup, a guy like Miko out of the lineup. Next thing you know, you've got Kerf. Kerfoot playing against Pavelski or Couture every night. Um, you got you know some guys to help him on his wing with with Landeskog and Wilson, but he's got to defend and play against top guys every night. And 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 all of a sudden we've seen his minutes climb. We've seen his game get better. And 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 and, and there's some ups and downs in there, but you want to see those guys make steady growth through the course of the year and, and eventually become impact players themselves. And some of those guys actually are already for yeah. us.
You know, I, I noticed growth just in the game last night with uh, young Tyson Jost. I, I can't remember if it was first or second. He had a play, had a chance to shoot the puck, and made one extra pass. And, you know, I don't know what you guys talk about at intermission, yeah. but is that one area where you, you want to tell your young players especially, we got to get the puck on net. Let's go. Rifle it away. Yeah, you got you got to be a little bit selfish in those situations, you know. Like if 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 you if you beat someone, you're basically creating uh, some sort of two on one to the net. The next guy may jump you, he may lay off you, and it's a read you got to make at high speeds, and you got to be selfish. And sometimes that means you're in a scoring area and you can shoot the score. Sometimes it just means the pass over to the next guy, even though it looks like it's a clear two-on-one. Instead of passing through someone, we want to try and pass around them as much as we can. So use your legs, and, and that may be a shot for a rebound that the guy can put in on the back door. It may be, uh, you know, adjusting your speed and speeding up and skating around them. Prime example is 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 the uh, Bork goal. The, I mm-hmm. think it was our, our second goal. We pick it up. We beat a guy on a pass. Comfort picks it up. He's got a clear two-on-one to the net, and he starts to skate and skate and skate, and the D goes down, and he keeps skating by him, and then he slides it over to Bork and puts it in. And and Jost was actually the, was actually the same thing. It was he, he picked it up on a great pass and went in on the two-on-one, and he was looking to pass, looking to pass, and the defender took it away, and he grabbed it and, and made the right decision and snapped it over uh, Jones's glove. And, and though that's two really good decisions there, and you know that 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 those kind of plays are encouraging, especially when we need the secondary scoring, because I feel like those guys they, they work real hard to defend and play the right way, and, and to see them get rewarded while playing the right way is is what encourages them to continue to do that moving forward. Talking to uh, Avalanche coach Jared Bednar. Coach, I heard this stat last night. I couldn't believe it given the history of the Avs' early days here in Denver, but the nine straight at home, nine, is a new franchise record now. And uh, Bernier's been a part of, I think, all of those. How confident is this guy on home ice, and how do you explain it? Well, he he he's playing he's he's playing really well. I mean, he's put a lot of work into his game. Uh, UC Parkala, our goaltending coach, has has spent a lot of time with him and Varley, um, fine tuning their game, and we feel we feel really good about the way he's playing right now. And it's it's one of the reasons why why he started last night. It's it's. Um, this is going to be interesting how this plays out. I think we got two guys. Varley played exceptional in, in Winnipeg the other night, and we just didn't uh, play well enough in front of him for 60 minutes. And um, coming home, the, we want to play a rested goalie. Uh, we want to play a goalie that's had success and confident going in against our opponents, and now we're starting to look at their, their records against uh, some of the teams we're playing. And just the last time we played San Jose at home, we jumped out to a big early lead, uh, and then they came after us, and, and we got in penalty trouble. And their power play going into last night, I think, was uh, third in the league at, at about 24, percent which is which is exceptional. And and uh, Burns was Burns was really good at home. Uh, 
you know, backstopping us when we were playing with the lead and they were coming after us, especially on the power play. He just looked square to everything, handling all the rebounds, and we thought, well, let's give him a crack again, see if he can do it again, and, and he certainly did that last night. Interesting. You, you, you're actually looking at matchups now with your specific goaltenders and the opposing teams, which you need to do, but you mentioned something that I think is often overlooked. Since you've gone with that full-time goalie coach, what kind of difference has that made? I mean, just for you. I mean, it's easier for you to do your stuff when you have a guy uh, strictly dealing with the goalies. Huge, huge. It's it's the 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 daily communication. I mean, it, we do it with every, with all of our other players, right? So we have a we have a, a D coach in uh, in Nolan Pratt that works with all of our D, shows them their clips, sits down with them. Um, and he and he does the penalty kill and, and keeps those details tight. Uh, Ray Bennett, who we hired this summer, is a huge hire for us. Um, experienced guy, knowledgeable guy, has the ability to look at the game in so many different ways and and sort of uh, see around corners is what may be coming in the future. Uh, you know, just he's been incredible for me. And then he works with the forwards, uh, shows a lot of our young forwards video, uh, and and is in charge of the power play details. And and, and so what, with a goalie, you, you have to do this. Two of the two guys, and it's the most one of the most important positions in the game. They're the last line of defense. And he keeps those guys. You keeps those guys finely tuned, and and the the daily work. Looking at last night's game, he'll have a lot of the things that get you played this situation real well. This one maybe we could have played different, and and uh, look, you know, studying their positioning, their awareness, the way they're reading the game, and then getting that instant feedback. You know, in between periods or or the next day, it, it's it's critical to those guys being able to improve their game. And both of those guys, uh, Bernie and, and Varley, give them give them all the credit in the world. They they both want to be the best, and they and they work to try and improve their game every day. They're not satisfied because they're in the NHL. They want to they want to be the best, and they want to help this team win. And, and that's how you get better. I, I try not to focus too much on the standings uh, with the plenty of season left, but you guys win last night. You, you, you collect two points, and I, I had to look, and everybody else won last night. I mean, Minnesota won 6-2. Calgary won. It's like th- this division, it's crazy. I, I don't understand how to explain it, but you have to snicker when you look at the standings after an avalanche win. Yeah, it's. I mean, it is, it is nuts. And, and the number that they're projecting to get into the playoffs – See, there's a handful of those elite teams um, in the central that are that are that just keep doing what they do and they keep winning and, and they're solidifying spots. And then there's the rest of our division to, is is fighting for you know like the top three spots. Whoever ends up with those and 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 the, there's one that's still in reach there. And and if you look at the we're fighting for that and then two wild card spots, but it's our whole division. It's part of the Pacific division. And the number, it's crazy. Like I remember looking at the standings last season um, and Winnipeg was in the fight at a game or two above 500. And, and at this point, and right now you have to be so much better than that to get in. So it's, a, it's, it's really tough. It's going to be, 
you got to take care of your own games. I'm not. I'm not. I was excited for a while and looking at it, and and now it's. I've kind of put it out of my head. Like we have to take care of our business. You're going to need some help along the way, but there's so much season left. Um, it's almost too early to be looking at that. You just got to. You got to keep trying to improve and, and stick with the process. All right, well, a quick cup of coffee at home before you're back on the road. St. Louis uh, tomorrow night, followed by back-to-backers. Um, give us a quick update because everybody wants to know. We hear that McKinnon was skating the other day. What's his uh, outlook, and, and what about Miko? Yeah, so we'll, Mac with the with the upper body injury, he's going to skate every day now. Um, he's, he's not going to make the trip for us. He's going to stay here because with the travel and the back-to-backs and, and there's, there's no practice time. So we're, we're going to leave him here and he's going to continue to skate and, and, do, and do his rehab to, to get better and, and get back as soon as he can. He, he, he's doing well. You know, I mean, he's, the way he skates, he just wants to stay active. He'll get handling a puck and get shooting here soon. And, um, you know, nothing's really changed with him. It was, it was, Two to four week injury, um, you know he's got, he's got a little ways to go yet. And then and then Miko is is day to day. There was a question that he might even be able to play last night. Um, he's got a lower body injury, so he's not on the ice. So he's doing some stuff in the gym and getting ready to jump back on the ice. He's he's going to make the trip because he's a possibility. Um, we're going to leave him off the ice today, but he'll he'll skate uh, uh, tomorrow morning and see if if he's able to go for uh, St. Louis. And if not, then we just keep going and try to get him back for uh, Carolina. Well, coach, anytime you can win a game without your two leading scorers, I mean, half your offense basically in the press box watching. Uh, that's a kudos to you and the boys. So, uh, great win. Uh, congratulations. Keep it up. We'll talk to you next time. Sounds good. Thanks, Vic. All right. Take care. That is Jared Bednar, head coach of the Avs. Uh, I, I almost feel embarrassed that he noticed us on the scoreboard doing our, our antics. Uh, I blame Kyle Keefe. I did not want to be picked up. I don't like when people handle me like that. I'm not a child, and he treated me like one. We're back after this. Hey, this is Jerry from Colorado Off-Road. Riley Dixon, punter for the Denver Broncos. Why do you shop Colorado Off-Road? I've always been taken very good care of. Your staff is always walking around with a smile. They've always helped me out with everything I needed from exhausts to tires to tonneau covers for the back of my truck. Colorado Off-Road has always taken very good care of me. Thanks, Riley. We appreciate that. We always want our customers walking out with a smile on their face, happy and taken care of. Located in Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy, behind Phil Long. Colorado Off-Road. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com c3adjusters.com. There's probably nothing more important when you're injured or have had an accident than to get the right people on your side. People who know what they're doing and truly care about you. You need the best medical team and you also need champions of the people, Bell and Pollock. Take it from me, Bell and Pollock are the injury attorneys other attorneys call because they know what you should know. They have the most experience and they're the very best. They get it done. Always available for a free consultation. Bell and Pollock, champions of the people at championsofthepeople.com. 
J.C. Dodge Construction understands. It's my home, my business, my investment. No matter what the job, big or small, with all the permits and logistics, navigating the world of construction is challenging. Communication can be daunting, and through it all, you've got your own busy life. At J.C. Dodge Construction, we'll manage the architects, the framers, electricians, plumbers, roofers, and painters to get the job done. J.C. Dodge can act as pre-construction consultants, or we can do what we do best, build. Commercial, residential, and tenant finish. Whether you have a drawing on a napkin or finalized plans, as general contractors, J.C. Dodge Construction can execute your project from design to finish, on time, on budget, and always to the highest of standards. Because quality is how we measure success. J.C. Dodge Construction. Promises kept. Call 720-613-5500 or online at jcdodgeconstruction.com. What are you going to do with your $5,000? First Transit is hiring full-time bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. You'll earn competitive pay and have great benefits. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. Get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Go to work for First Transit, hiring bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. More information at 720-544-6450. This is Michael David from Seattle. I'm 51 years old, and six months ago, I started taking Andro 400 to increase my testosterone. Since then, I've lost 35 pounds of fat, and my waist went from size 38 to size 32. I have more energy, and I look and feel 20 years younger. And now, my wife tells me I have to take Andro 400. Hi, this is Ron Johnson from Utah. After 10 weeks of taking Andro 400, I lost 13 pounds, and my waist went from 36 to 33. That was eight years ago. I continue to take Andro 400 and I've maintained my weight at 172. Gained muscle and energy. I'm 63 now and feel better than I had in 30 years. Andro 400, the natural way to increase testosterone, lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great. Try Andro 400, the safe, effective, affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Slow traffic northbound I-25. You're looking at that, Ridgegate Parkway to Lincoln Avenue and C-470 up through to University. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. Southbound Extra Heavy through downtown and between Washington and Hamden. There is a crash to watch for westbound Arapahoe at Chambers, just west of Parker Road. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world, and it will change your own. Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's the most scientific method. You know, it's uh, obviously gathering information from uh, our training staff, as you mentioned, uh, talking with my coaching staff, and then looking at the upcoming schedule. Yeah, no, it was a good night. It was, um, you you know what, it was... We had to find a way to win, you know, like we're a little bit banged up right now, some key guys out of the lineup, and and um, in, in those instances, you need other guys to step up, and, and we, we talked about it as a group. Banged up. I'm a little bit banged up. My right knee is throbbing. It's swollen after Kyle swung me into the boards. 
for television's sake. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. Back-to-back with the coaches there. First Michael Malone, then Jared Bednar. Uh, good stuff. Always easier after a win, fellas. And you could tell both of them right now. Uh, they're, they're having a good time. Yeah. Anytime your team's in the playoff conversation, you're having a good time. Yeah, Coach Bednar opening with, uh, making fun of you for being on the, uh, Jumbotron. That definitely is not something that happens if the game goes the other way no. last night. No. Um, by the way, you've changed your story now twice on how you hurt your knee. Well, I, all you have to do is watch the video. Okay. During the, and the coach just mentioned it. He saw it. How, again, how embarrassing is it when a coach is trying to coach his team? And he actually looks up at the scoreboard and sees Kyle lifting me off the ground during a Lion King segment. Yeah. It's just not its not right. You two guys were obviously a distraction last night. But earlier in the show, in the first segment, uh, you said you had your knee propped up against the glass and someone banged into the boards, and that's what bruised it. No, now you're saying it was Kyle hitting mm. it against the board. So I just would like to know. I mean, not to be all fact-checker and take yeah. Marty's job here or anything, okay. but... The story has changed twice, and we've been on for less than an hour. Well, we've got a text here, Vic, that says you and Kyle were seen in a nursing suite outside 1.30, and that Kyle was carrying you out of it. Uh, the texter oh, says, not sure. I, I want to know what was that's going it. on oh, in there. The now, nursing suite. Yeah. Another change to the story. <laughs> this night gets more and more suspicious. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I sent, I can't seem to remember where I hurt my knee last night, to be totally honest with you. Uh, guys, outside of that, what did you gather from those interviews? First of all, I, I was hopeful that Nathan McKinnon would be available earlier than expected since he was skating, but you just heard the coach. He's not even going to make the trip on this uh, three-game uh, stint, so he is not going with the Avs to St. Louis. Yeah, that was the most disappointing thing I heard in, in either of those interviews, and that's kind of what... Uh, what jumped out at me. So yeah, that was, uh, that was not good because that's three games in four nights. Uh, that's a big stretch for him to miss. So that was, uh, that was disappointing. I thought going back to Coach Malone, it was interesting that, um, you know, he said the front office, there's, there, there's nobody on the roster that they're looking at saying, we got to move this guy. That, that, that's interesting. Now it doesn't mean they're not listening to offers. Doesn't mean they won't make a move, but they're not actively looking to move any pieces of their roster, I, I, that jumped out at me during that interview. Yeah, and the Tory Craig stuff, fascinating from Coach Malone as well, said, you know, I've continued to play Tory, and I think Tory's an NBA player. I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. but uh, Vic, going to be a fascinating, gosh, what, 31 hours or something for the uh, Nuggets? It could happen today. It, it could happen tomorrow. I was there last year. I was on the Nuggets road trip last year when Yusuf Nurkic, when the discussions to trade Nurkic happened. And, you know, it's tense, man. Nobody wants to go through that. Uh, I don't care who you are. Anybody on that roster, outside of Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, Gary Harris, anybody else on that roster, you're sort of holding on right now, right? You, you, you're not entirely sure because anything can happen in this league. So uh, these are tough times for players, and I'm sure it has to impact them. They're human. It has to. Uh, as for the Avs, anytime you can win, again, with your without your top two scores. The way they won last night, and they can't seem to lose at home. Nine straight on home ice. Good to talk to both head coaches. We'll continue that discussion. Uh, up next, though, at top of the hour, we got to throw it out there. Our piping hot takes coming right up. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Coming up tomorrow night, the Avalanche are in St. Louis to take on the Blues. The puck drops at 6 o'clock with a pregame show getting away at 535. Mark Mosher, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. 
You made you made sure to tell everybody this doesn't mean anything if we don't follow it up Monday night against Charlotte and you did. Now it got close in that second quarter. They came back, they actually took the lead. What changed? Oh, we, we defended. I mean, uh, for me, it was really simple, uh, and that was my message at halftime. Listen for them, and when we combine that offense with good defense, now we become a really good basketball team. That was Michael Malone uh, earlier in the seven o'clock hour. The head coach of the Avs, followed by the. Uh, I'm sorry, Nuggets, followed by the head coach of the Avs right here. So we'll replay portions of those interviews during the course of this show. Uh, we uh, skipped hot takes because we had to talk to the coaches, but here we go. Let's get things going as we do every morning. Pipe them up. I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. All right, my hot take is going to be pretty simple because uh, I experienced it last night. What the Avs are doing on home ice right now is very special. And the fans who are out there can't agree there's just a certain degree of confidence i mean they were outshot 14 to 3 in the first period they were getting thoroughly outplayed in the first period and jonathan bernier saved their bacon if it's me you heard coach bednar discuss how a big a difference a goalie coach full-time goalie coach has made but if it's me you got to go with bernier and i know that they'll pick and choose different teams and different opponents but bernier has brought them this far. He's the big reason they went on that 10-game win streak. He's the reason they've won nine in a row at home. I don't know how you jump off that horse. And I know he had a couple of tough moments on the road recently, but in my eyes, he is goalie one and Verley's 1A, I guess. Go with your hot goalie. He, again, last night, 37 saves in that game. Without Jonathan Bernier, perhaps the... Uh, the Avs lose four, five, six to three. He saved him. Keep with him. That's my hot take. What's next? It's HW's hot take. Vic, I told you a while back to focus on February 26th. It's a Monday. The Avs will play Vancouver that night. That's when officially they'll be back to normal. All this team can do right now is keep its head above water and get on the flight to St. Louis and then get on the flight to Carolina and then get on the flight to Buffalo. Because get this, guys, three home games in 36 days. Three in 36 days. Last night was the first one against San Jose. They'll play Montreal on February 14th, Edmonton on the February 18th. And before that, you have to go all the way back to January 20th for the last time they were at home. That's why the two points last night were so special and it was interesting, Vic. We mentioned it at the top of the show, and you mentioned it to Coach Bednar. They had well over 100 points sitting in the press box last night. Nathan McKinnon and Miko Rantanen were about 10 feet away from me, watching it just like the rest of us. And I loved how into it those guys were and how they were focused on getting better from a different vantage point for both of them. What a win for the Avs, 3-1. You mentioned Bernier, but we got to highlight Tyson Jost. That kid... Got an assist and a goal, his fourth of the year. Gabriel Bork gets his third. 
Comfort has a 183-foot empty netter, according to Moj. We asked for guys to step up who needed to step up. Look at the Avs. Big win last night at home, 3-1. Oh, and by the way, Josh McDaniel's not as warm and fuzzy as both you two think. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. I was uh, just going to ask, did you hear that uh, Josh McDaniels is... uh... Back in the news. Oh, uh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, 11 o'clock press conference today in Indianapolis will not be to introduce McDaniels as the head coach, as the team tweeted multiple times yesterday. Instead, it'll be general manager Chris Ballard letting everyone know we're reopening our search for a head coach because Josh McDaniels backed out at the 11th hour. That's probably putting it mildly. The clock was almost to midnight when he decided he wasn't going to take the job. And look... There are people that are going to spin this, and the pro McDaniel's, pro Patriots crowd are going to say, you know, if you if you get cold feet, if it's not the thing you want to do, don't do it. Hey, he hadn't signed his contract, and the Colts jumped the gun. All of those things are true. I mean, they are. He hadn't signed the contract, so until he signed it, should the Colts social media group or PR department or whoever did it tweet out messages about things? No, probably not. But I think that's the issue I have with it, because that's a sign of the problem we have in society today. Josh McDaniels told Chris Ballard, who is a friend of his, that he accepted the job. That's enough. That's enough. Uh, Why? Why is it that your word nowadays doesn't matter anymore? Oh, I hadn't signed the contract. Well, you know what? Had he signed the contract, there'd be some other minute loophole that would let him get out of it, because... How many times do we come across in sports and life and business where a signed contract doesn't mean squat either? Be a man. Exactly. Be a man. Oh, I backed out. I was more comfortable in New England. You've had a month and a half to think about this. You've had all kinds of time to, to make this decision, to talk, talk to everybody. It's not as though Josh McDaniels never talked to the Indianapolis Colts until after Super Bowl 52, and he had to take the time to process this and change his mind. He's had weeks to think about this, it's been his job for weeks. So to change your mind at the 11th hour and leave the Colts holding the bag and make them look bad, shame on Josh McDaniels. Be a man. Be a man of your word. You said you were going to take the job. Don't say you're going to do something unless you're going to do it. That's the lesson here. But what if, and I say this because I agree with you, what if the goalposts moved in the final hour? Maybe. Look, unless the Colts moved them, then there's no excuse for leaving. So if the Patriots moved them and said, hey, we're going to make you the coach in waiting, hey, we're going to triple your salary, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. They already had their opportunity to do that, and they didn't. So, nope, you you made a commitment. Now, if he committed to the job and then the Colts changed it and said, well, you can't have some of the assistance that we talked about, oh, we aren't going to do A, B, and C that we said we were going to do, then I understand it. If the contract comes over, you know, they email it over to you and they've changed the the language in it, Yeah. okay. That's what I'm saying. That's fine. Let's get the whole story before we we fry this guy. Because I I understand where you're going. Uh, On the surface, it looks bad for Josh McDaniels, but how do we know that Ursay didn't promise something and didn't deliver at the last second? We don't. We don't know. We don't. And if that comes out, then, okay, I get it. But we've heard no rumblings that that's the case. The, sure. Peter, the Peter King story today that explains it all has to do with the fact that the Patriots came in when Josh McDaniels went to Foxborough yesterday to start packing up his, his office. Kraft and Belichick sat down with him and gave him a new pitch. Sorry, that's too late in the game. 
You've already committed to go somewhere else. If that's what changed, is the Patriots changed their their pitch and the goalpost moved on that side, shame on Josh McDaniels. You know what's crazy about this, James? Because you watched the 30 for 30 much like I did, yeah. the two Bills. It's it's purely remarkable how closely Josh McDaniels is marrying his career to Bill Belichick's. Yeah. You know, Belichick started in Cleveland, fired. McDaniel starts in Denver, fired. Belichick is offered a job with the Jets, takes it, and then says, I don't want it anymore. Here's McDaniels offered a job with the Colts, takes it, and then doesn't want it anymore. It's almost as if he's trying to relive Belichick's history. He's yeah. trying to be mini hoodie, and it's funny how 24 hours later both you guys are willing to rip the guy when yesterday you both went all field day on him. I, well, I just find that comical. Well, in the why? In the 24 hours since I said... I would like Josh McDaniels here. He did something bad. What you, if? Do you expect me to come in here and continue to be on the same side when the, there's new things to evaluate? He did something bad for two years in Denver. A decade what ago. Do you want what what, am I hold everybody accountable for everything they did forever? I think you guys should get better at holding grudges. Oh. I'm not going to hold them accountable till I get the whole story, by the way. I'm not as far off on this as, as Marilette is. 6013 agrees with me. What if... He took this job with the notion that Andrew Luck was going to be fine. And then he finds out in the final hour yesterday, oh, by the way, Josh, Andrew Luck's going to have to have surgery again. He may never play football again. Yes. Does that change your consideration? Yes. Okay. Yes, it does. And, it. And, and I think that's you being never know. fair. But here's the other thing. Here's why it's relevant in Denver. It means next offseason, after Vance Joseph has been fired and Billy Moose has filled out the season as the interim head coach, Josh McDaniels will be back on the market. Mm. There are so many storylines on this Josh McDaniels thing. It's almost a show in itself. I, and look, my, my hot take wasn't even necessarily ripping McDaniels. It's ripping the people who say, well, he hadn't signed the contract mm-hmm. yet. Don't yeah. li- don't fall on the technicality. Oh, you, I get it. You I made it. the commitment. Yeah. Live up to the commitment. But you have to ask yourself, and everybody out there listening has to ask him or herself, have you ever agreed to something and you assumed that you were going to get something in return, but the other party didn't didn't pick up its end of the bargain? Dude, he's had three assistant coaches already signed contracts with the Colts. Like He leaves a lot of people in a lurch. Have you ever agreed to something and then at the last second said, nah, I'm not comfortable, Doesn't that doesn't work? Have you personally? James. Not that I can think of off the top of my head. Now, I'll... Give, give me the commercial break. Maybe I can come up with one, and I will reveal that after the break. But no, I can't. I can't. And that's why I'm willing to throw this stone. I tend to be someone, when I tell you I'm going to do something, I do it. Patriots dynasty is still crumbling in my eyes. This just adds suspicion oh to everything. This is a sign the- that the dynasty is... Strong. No, this is a sign that Kraft and McDaniels have a weird handshake uh, deal on something to replace Hoodie sooner than Hoodie realizes. When's the Illuminati meeting that you're going to? Good By Lord. the way, James, why do we have Tesla convertibles flying out in the middle of space now? I don't know, but how freaking Earth? cool was that? What the hell is going on? Woo. I mean, what is with this moon? That was do people something. want to drive on the moon now? Lots to discuss. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Welcome. I thought I had looked up at one point at the at the scoreboard and saw on, on the scoreboard Kyle Keith trying to press you above his head. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. I mean, Harris has done a great job becoming more more aggressive this year. His game is evolving. But my question to you guys is, you're right, Bert. Maybe they're too unselfish at times. I'm not saying you need a ball pig to jack up, you know, to, to pull a JR. Harris, or what am I J.R. Smith? J.R. Smith. Smith. And jack up 37 shots a game. I well, believe J.R. Smith is available to be traded for. Would you like J.R. Yes. Yes. Smith? Yes. No. What do you mean? Jacking God, up. no. Just J.R., I need 35 shots from you tonight, man. If you want to see my beautiful head of hair go bald, <laughs> trade for J.R. Smith. I will pull it out myself. Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. Troy Hansford can sell your house. An agent that specializes in high-end homes and knows the neighborhood. He's from here. He knows here. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate is the only agent you need to call to make you the following offer. Troy will sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing homes, and the key is marketing. It always is. So give him a call today, 720-600-6244. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. 720-600-6244. When the time comes for you to buy your new truck, how are you going to decide? The lowest monthly payment you see on TV? With the mouse print disclaimer telling you why you won't get that deal. Or maybe the radio commercial promising the absolute lowest price, followed by lots and lots of very fast-talking disclaimers that are never good news. You do have a better choice. My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Hi, I'm Alan Roach, and I've been sending friends, family, and listeners to Johnson's for almost 20 years now. And for good reason. It's because of the Johnson family and the Johnson way of doing business. The promise of a respectful, honest experience. And yes, absolutely a great deal, just without the nonsense or silly games. And right now, during Ram Truck Month at Johnson's, enjoy special incentives on over a 1,000 vehicles, over 600 trucks, 350 new Rams, and 250 new Jeeps, each one ready for you to test drive. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza. You're going to love these guys. North of E470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. The Pepsi Center is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. You may not be prepared for us. But all are welcome to join the Loud House. Don't miss it. Tickets are on sale now. Check it out at coloradomammoth.com. The United States Postal Service is hiring carriers for the Denver Post Office. Check out the job fair Thursday, February 8th from 11 to 2. And get more info on the positions, wages, and benefits. 7540 East 53rd Place in Denver. 7540 East 53rd Place. Thursday. You're driving, minding your own business, then boom. You're rear-ended. Just another ordinary day for the insurance company, but not for you. You need to know your rights. You need the Bell & Pollock Legal Game Plan. Bell & Pollock's Legal Game Plan gives you the rules, so you have the legal strength to fight the insurance company. Bell & Pollock. Our legal game plan is designed to help injured victims just like you. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Put our legal game plan to work for you. We'll help you. 
The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Stop and go traffic, Boulder Turnpike westbound between Federal and Wadsworth. Traffic is brought to you by Positive Coaching Alliance. Looking slow on northbound I-25, Ridgegate Parkway up through to University. Southbound running slow through downtown and from the Washington Street Bridge down to Hamden before your speeds are going to pick back up. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at Positive Coaching I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. 15-20, one now to go, period number two. The Avs with a one nothing lead ahead for Yak. Rifles it up, ice, Jost cuts through, down low shot, score! Tyson Jost! Oh, was not a thing of beauty! He went backhand to forehand with lightning speed, and he snaps it past the blocker of Jones, and the Avs have taken a 2 nothing lead. Of all the people Easy e got to meet last night at the Avs game, and by the way, Gabriel Landeskog, Huge Easy E fan. Watches all the periscopes. He knew Easy E was in attendance, came by the glass, knocked on the glass to say hi. But of all the people Easy E got to meet, he was most impressed with Mosier. Mark Mosier. Yeah. He, he's always wanted to meet Mark Mosier. Listens to his show every day. And then afterwards in the parking lot, we go up to Moj. There he is in his car. And uh, Easy goes up to him and goes, uh, Boy, you talk a lot. <laughs> Nice. That's pretty good. Pretty yeah. accurate. Does Easy listen to Moj on Altitude 950 uh, or on the mix? <laughs> I don't know. One of those stations. Yeah. But <laughs> those were his words. Moj says, hey, nice to meet you. And he goes, boy, you talk a lot. <laughs> he nails it. He nails yes. it. <laughs> Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. Uh, we'll try to hook up with uh, Kyle a little bit later. Adam Morris coming up at 9 o'clock on the Nuggets. If you missed both uh, Coach Malone and Coach Bednar, some news this morning. As far as the Avs are concerned, Nathan McKinnon will not travel with the Avalanche on the three-game road trip, still uh, tending to his injury. And the Nuggets' trade deadline is Friday. Michael Malone, I asked him specifically, how badly do you want to keep Torrey Craig on this roster? He wants to play Torrey Craig, guys. I'm very eager to find out, as I board the Nuggets' charter tomorrow, in the afternoon, after the deadline, I'm very eager to find out who won't be on that charter. Well, what time do you guys leave tomorrow? Because we did confirm the deadlines tomorrow at 1, so we're about 29 hours away. Plane leaves at 2 p.m. Wow. Boy, that's cutting it close. Yes. Interesting. That is a getting a call on the way to the airport kind of close. Exactly right. Well, you know, I have a feeling most of this stuff will get done today or tomorrow morning. Never an easy thing saying Deadline's a deadline for a reason, yeah, right? Yeah, a lot of yeah. these things come down to a wire, and there's fax machines, and John sure. Elway changes things, and things get things go haywire. So the, there is a deadline for a reason. I think it's going to be, uh, you know, mid-morning to noonish tomorrow. That's when we'll start to find out. But But there's a lot of different things at play here. It's not just making a trade for the sake of making a trade. They have to clear a roster spot if they intend on keeping Torrey Craig on this team. So it's almost like... And I get it because Michael Malone's not going into detail on what they're going to do, but you're almost forced to make a trade. Yeah. Well, I'm, Coach Malone certainly sounded like a guy who wants to have Torrey Craig on the roster, and by the number of minutes he's giving him on a nightly basis, he's he's showing that he wants to have Torrey Craig on the roster. So it would be stunning to me if that didn't happen, if some some move didn't occur that allowed them to keep Torrey, to keep Torrey Craig on the roster. Now, they do have options, but... 
the they're G League related things, and that means Craig isn't here to help this team. Mm-hmm. Okay, you uh, heard the hot takes there. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit more about what happened with the Colts and Patriots because here's where I draw the line, and I totally agree with you. If Josh McDaniels gave his word, that should be enough. The the only thing I have issue with is it's not just his career he's affecting here. It's the assistant coaches that he allegedly hired Correct. and assembled to go with him to Indianapolis. It's these coaches who are suddenly going, what the hell? What do we do now? So you don't impact just your life. You impact other lives. And that's where it's bigger than just him. Yeah, and, and part of the – I totally agree with that. And then the issue I have is guys like Michael David Smith from Pro Football Talk with this tweet – Josh McDaniels never signed a contract with the Colts, never put out a public statement saying he would be the next Colts head coach, and repeatedly refused to answer reporters when they asked him if he'd coach the Colts. Those are all true. But if he told the Colts he was taking the job, and obviously he did, or the Colts don't schedule a press conference and start tweeting it out and start promoting it, this is just totally discounting the fact that he, he gave them his word. It's just giving him a free pass for breaking his Word and I think that is a, a a problem that is just rampant in our society but anymore. If you're another team in the NFL, how do you possibly even interview Josh McDaniels for a head coaching spot moving forward? If if there's something that comes open, if you're Jacksonville, if you're uh, the Chargers, how, how do you even consider him after his track record? No, I, I agree with you, Vic. This is basically McDaniels saying he will be in New England for life in some capacity. I don't. If I'm another team in the NFL, I would never give this, uh, this comeback no, no, a chance. No. Wait, I, well, okay, all right, easy. Again, easy. How do you know there's nothing, something, something bigger at play here? There's a reason he's staying home. See, that's where I, I think you wow. just going to defend Will, McDaniel's Will, for a second day in a row. I'm confused Will, you, here. You, you, you call him a scumbag. You don't know the whole story. I this would, is where you and I are at odds. When you when you don't know the whole story, what if there's you know, something Did you read about all the assistants that he didn't call last night and all the assistants again, that were fighting again. out on Twitter just like we were? What if there's a family situation that's keeping him home? Fine, I get it. Then come and, out and wrong. say it. And I agree with that, Vic. But his his agent has come out today and criticized him for doing this and okay. said it's the biggest biggest career mistake he's ever his going own to agent. make. His own agent. Yes. So the the first person that would be defending him would be his agent, right? And his agent isn't saying anything like, everybody pump the brakes, wait till you hear the whole story. There's no spin coming from the McDaniel side of things. I agree with you that there's there, there could be more to the story, but we have zero evidence of that. Sure. And there is a ton of evidence to the fact that the guy just changed his mind because the Patriots gave him a, a better offer than they were offering him at the last minute, and he bailed on his word. All the evidence is pointing toward that, which is a scumbag move if that's true. And look, I I think McDaniels is a very good coach. I think he's going to be a, a, a good head coach his second time around. I think he would have been a hell of a lot better hire here a year ago than Vance Joseph. All the things I said yesterday when apparently I was touchy-feely with Josh McDaniels just because I have a rational thought in this town as opposed to holding a 10-year grudge, all those things are still true. And in the 24 hours since we last were on these airwaves, or 21, he did something that's worthy of being criticized. I don't understand yeah. why that's such a illogical notion. I need you guys, uh, Will and Jesse and Marty. I just sent you some sound from Greg Doyle, who's a columnist in Indianapolis. He used to be a national columnist. Now he writes for the uh, Indianapolis Star, 
who absolutely skewers Josh McDaniels on local radio. But he wrote a column in the paper this morning. Let me just read straight from this column. And again, I don't know how this guy gets a job again, a head coaching job outside of New England. Um, if, if he didn't have the assurance that he's replacing Hoodie, I, I don't think he coaches as a head coach in this league ever again. Listen to this line. I'll just read it. Quote, imagine that. The ultimate daddy's boy, born on third base and believing he had a triple, thinks he's too good to coach the Colts, handed his first coaching job when daddy, a big-time high school coach in Ohio, called Nick Saban to get Josh on the Saban staff at Michigan State. McDaniels has never been big into self-awareness. Hurricane Josh is what they called him in Denver when he blew into town in 2009 as coach of the Denver Broncos and carried himself with the gravitas of a Super Bowl winner, which Bill Belichick was, and not a rookie head coach who hadn't done anything on his own. He just lights into this. If I went on in this column, you got to read it. I'll send it to you, and we got the sound bites from a radio hit he made. I mean, they just... Can you imagine him walking into Indy for a future game? Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, they play this year, but the game is in New England, which is fortunate for Josh McDaniels. And, and look, I, I I don't disagree with what Greg Doyle is saying there. I would be interested to hear, though, or read what Greg Doyle has said about this hire the last four weeks. Exactly. Now, going up to Going up to that moment, what were his words? How did he right. describe Josh McDaniels? Because changing your tune based on what happened yesterday, okay, I can see it. But the things he's citing, you know, Hurricane Josh when he was in Denver and, you know, born on third base and his dad got him a job with Nick Saban, none of that is something new. None of that developed yesterday. So if Greg Doyle was questioning this hire before based on those things and then this pushed him over the edge, okay, I'm fine with that. But don't cite a bunch of stuff outside of McDaniels changing his mind as to why he's a bad guy and a bad hire and would have been a bad coach if you weren't saying that weeks ago. I'm not now citing those things. To to your point, H.W., you think I was defending McDaniels yesterday. I'm not now citing things other than what he did yesterday Mm -hmm. and being critical of it because that would be changing my tune. I'm not changing my tune. I'm criticizing something that has happened since the last time I addressed this. And I, I hear you, and that's fair. But in Vic and Manchester, you guys would know better than I would, but my understanding is McDaniels pushed some really good people in Denver out of jobs and never even gave them a chance when he came here. Never even gave him a chance because he was the new sheriff in town doing things his way. And now he bails on the Colts. And then he drives the Broncos into the ground for a few years. Like, yeah. I guess my ill will toward the guy never left. So I'm not very shocked by this news last night. I, I get it. Yeah. I, I get that too. But look, it, well, anybody who takes a job wants to be surrounded by their people. Yeah. Part of the problem with Vance Joseph this year was he wasn't around people he exactly. picked. So it's like, I don't have any issues with that. If, if I'm going to take a job, any job, I don't care what it is, you want the people you jive with. Yeah, no if doubt. You want the best out of you. If you want to perform the best, you want to work with the best. That's and well, it didn't work out though. Best. But it didn't. He ran a lot of good people out of jobs and then got himself fired a year. That's fine. Later. That's fine. Yeah. But that's you know he does that on his volition. He thinks what's best for him is going to work. I, I'll say that I don't feel sorry for the Indianapolis Colts. I just don't. I don't feel sorry for Ursa and company. The only people I feel sorry in this whole mess is those assistant coaches who are prepared to leave their current jobs to join him in Indy. Those guys are going. What? What the hell are we doing now? Well, and we can get to it after the break. But I think the Deflate Gate revenge angle of this is pretty interesting as well. Very, very. There are so many angles. I mean, mm-hmm. again, we're not talking enough about Andrew Luck's future. No doubt. No what doubt. if? What if at 2 p.m. yesterday afternoon, Josh McDaniels got a call from somebody inside the organization and says, 
Hey, don't believe what they're telling you about Andrew. He's actually going to have surgery again next week. He may not play next year. And they were telling him something completely different. That would what change. What if you got that phone call? Would that change your tune? Yeah. Curious. Curious. Just wondering. Power five question of the day coming up. You got the Vic Lombardi show on Altitude 950. 2018 is the perfect time to buy a house. This is James Merrillat, and I want to tell you about my friends at American Financing. With housing coming off its best year in a decade, home buying is only becoming more competitive as we start off 2018. Mortgage rates are low, and economic growth is on the rise. Curious about what it takes to finance your dream home? An easy way to find out is by making the 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing. You can reach them at 303-695-7000 or find them online at AmericanFinancing.net. They're Colorado family-owned and operated right here in your backyard, and they're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. It's American Financing, 303-695-7000 or online at AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Has another ultimate abs VIP experience. Here we go. We're putting you and a guest in the penalty box at Pepsi Center. Both are gone. Both are gone. You could be serving a penalty before the abs and Canucks game February 26th. Penalty coming up on the Avalanche. Let's go sit for a couple. Oh, man. Get in there. Then we'll move you to some slightly more comfortable seats to watch the game. I guess we gotta go on the other side of the class, eh? To see the abs continue their quest for the playoffs. Keep it here all day to qualify on the only station that gives you this much abs access. Altitude 950. If you're looking for any off-road accessories for your truck, car, SUV, Colorado Off-Road is the place to go. Hi, I'm Riley Dixon, punter for the Denver Broncos. Hi, Jerry Jones here from Colorado Off-Road. Hey, Riley, I know you got a new truck coming in. What would you like to see on that new truck? I'm hoping to put some 37-inch tires, a leveling kit, possibly a bed cover. Leave it in our hands. We'll get it looking good and to your satisfaction. Colorado Off-Road restyles your ride. Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy behind Phil Long. Hi, this is Jack Farland, owner of Farland Classic Restoration. Since 1991, we've been Denver's premier classic car restoration and sales shop. From rebuilding a rare 12-cylinder Ferrari engine to performing world-class metalwork on a Jaguar XKE, you'll find we're always up to something interesting. What can we do for you? Learn more at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. Hey guys, listen up. We all love those hearty home-style meals. You know, the chicken fried steak with a huge side of mashed potatoes covered in gravy. But let's get real. We aren't going to just cook that up. That's why I get my home-style meal fix from the Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic for Black Eyed Pea. Try Cajun Catfish right from the south for their turkey and dressing and, of course, their chicken fried steak with home-style gravy. Nine wonderful front-range locations and all locally owned. Great value, great food, and great service at the home-style Black Eyed over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. c3adjusters.com. The 
Altitude 950 traffic update. Areas of slow traffic include southbound I-225 between Iliff and I-25, northbound I-25 working your way anywhere between C-470 up to University, southbound running slow on I-25 through downtown and Washington to Hamden. Traffic is brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Watch for delays westbound Boulder Turnpike, Pecos to 104th Church Ranch. Did you know one in six Americans struggles with hunger? Visit feedingamerica.org today and find your local food bank for ways to help. Together, we're Feeding America. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Well, he's a loser. I mean, he, the Colts didn't know it. Sometimes you get lucky in spite of yourselves. I don't know how the Colts got lucky, but they did. They are not stuck with the infection that we're going to call Josh McDaniels. They're not stuck with him. He can replace Belichick, and without Belichick, without Brady someday, he can go 3-13 and 13 there, and we can all have the last laugh here in Indiana. We avoided Josh McDaniels. I was going to have to deal with that sick little punk for the next three or four years or until he got fired in middle of year two like in Denver. I was going to have to deal with him on a daily basis, and it was going to make me sick to go to Colts Complex and look at that smug little jerk in the face. Now I'll deal with it. I think it's great. I mean, I'm happy. All right. That's Greg Doyle of the Indianapolis Star. I, I do have a problem with members of the media take themselves that seriously. I got to deal with them. I got to do. Come on. All right. I, I get it. You're not happy with the move, but that's a bit over the top. Uh, I would agree. Even for me. Yeah. I would agree. I like the lot of what got to deal with them. There are a lot of people in this business that we don't like, but. It's your job. What do you mean? I got I can't deal with them. I think he was just speaking for Colts fans there that they got lucky to avoid six and ten with Josh McDaniels next year. But none of that matters. I, I want to know what he thought of McDaniels before he made the decision to to, to get out. I was just going to say the same yeah, thing. What was know, he saying a week great. ago? Exactly. What was he What was he writing two days ago? Hey, I, I tell you what, uh, Jesse Marty, somebody give me a Doyle column from two days ago, or or when they decided that McDaniels was the guy. I want to read that column. Right. He's just, he's a columnist. He's channeling his voice for the fans. They were all excited, then they got spurned, so now they're all ticked off. That's what columnists do. Okay. I'm curious to find out, and, and I'm not trying to defend McDaniels here. I think it's, it's pathetic that you put all those assistant coaches now wondering what the hell they're going to do next. Okay. That's the problem. But I want to ask you, do we have examples? Cause I, I know what happened here locally. Do we have examples of other coaches who agreed to take a job and then in the last second in the 12th hour backed out? Butch Jones did it at CU. Yeah, and you know what? We all felt spurned and we all rooted for Butch Jones to yeah. fail at Tennessee. Didn't Billy Donovan did. do it with the Magic? He did. Yeah, he did. From Florida to the Orlando Magic. That's back correct. Locally, there have been a lot of examples. I just can't. They're not coming to mind. Gary right Kubiak now. had agreed to take the job at CU, CU. essentially. He did. He did, and, and we all consider Gary a great guy. He agreed to take that job, and the next day backed out. Again, why? You got to ask the why. Is, is there new information that comes up? Is there something in the final hour that the team, the organization, did not reveal until it was time to sign on the dotted line? It happens all the time in business, guys. Let's let's not be naive to this. It's things you hold back. Until they sign on the dotted line. It happens all the time. That's I know. Why I'm, I'm I, not know. Gonna, I don't want to pass total judgment until I get the whole story. I think we've gotten it, but I will I will preface everything I've said with, if something comes out, like, hey, he found out Andrew Luck, that they had lied to him about Andrew Luck's health, because if Andrew Luck can't play, but they had already told him that, then that doesn't give him a free pass. 
if they had lied about it or they changed their tune, that gives them a free pass. If something yeah. drastic happened yesterday, but it has to be family, a lie. It's got to be either family-related or it has to be a lie from the Colts. If it's just you've been offered and guaranteed uh, the New England job, that's not enough. It doesn't matter. You already agreed on this job. Correct. That's that's where I I draw the line. I'm like, hey, you already agreed to take this job. I don't care if Bob Kraft came to you in, in the last second and said, all right, next year we'll make the transition. You take over for Hoodie. That's not good enough. But the 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 chronology of events is... McDaniel's going to uh, Gillette Stadium yesterday with boxes to pack up his uh, his office, mm-hmm. meeting with Belichick and Kraft, and then backing out of the job. So there's no hey he was home or hey he got to Indy or hey he talked to this person or he went to his kid's school and the principal said hey due to A B and C we really think he should stay here. There's no evidence that anything like that happened. All the evidence points toward he got to Gillette Stadium yesterday. They offered him more than they had offered him before, and he decided, I'm going to change my mind. That's all the evidence points that way, that's way, which is a Butch Jones deal. Butch Jones agreed to the deal at CU, and then at the last minute, Tennessee upped the ante, and he took the quote-unquote better offer. That's a that's a bogus thing to do. I'll read some of the text right now, 7264. If McDee's agent is not defending him, then there's no midnight call about Luck's health. That would have been an easy out. Vic is wearing the foil hat. I might be. I might be wearing the foil hat, and you're exactly right. Again, I'm not trying to dismiss what he did. It's it's bad business. He may never be a head coach outside of New England ever again. Uh, 1757, if it looks like a rat and smells like a rat. Heard that one before. The obvious and more sufficient answer is that Kraft gave McDee a million-dollar raise and told him he will succeed Belichick. That's what I'm assuming. That's my assumption. The first thing I thought of when this came down yesterday was exactly that. Kraft just came to the table with more cash up front right away and said, you're the guy. That's it. You know, though, I tend to be a a believer in free markets, right? Like, these things all eventually correct themselves. And so if that's the case, case, McDaniels being a weasel or a scumbag or whatever everybody's calling him on social media today, that'll eventually come back and get him, right? Like, then he's not going to get any other job. Uh, unless it's in New England, or if something changes in New England, or Belichick decides to coach till he's 75, like his buddy Nick Saban, uh, you know, then he never gets a job. That's kind of the free market correcting itself, right? And and repaying McDaniel's for being a bad guy. So whether you want to call that free markets or karma or whatever, he's going to get his comeuppance. He he is, and we all we all see it every day in life. And there are plenty of examples when you're sitting there going. God, that guy's a bad person, and he just seems to be getting away with it over and over and over again. But if you look at it at the end and look back, eventually it bites people. Eventually it does. And so if you're anti-McDaniels, just hang your hat on that. He's got it coming to him at some point. Mm. Trying to think of other examples locally of guys agreeing to take a job and in the final hour pulling out. I'm trying to... There was somebody was wasn't there a Nuggets coach, something Nuggets related. For some reason I can't put mm. my finger on it. There hmm. was something in the nineties. I want to go. If you could please, anybody listening, jog our memories. If you remember an instant where somebody agreed to take a job, a position, whatever, and at the last second said, "Now nah, I'm out." It could have been a player too. Antonio McDice. That that comes to mind. Remember Antonio McDice? Yeah. Where did he go from here? Didn't Phoenix. he go to Phoenix? Yeah. 
Well, didn't something happen with the Chauncey AI deal? Wasn't McDice potentially supposed to be in that as well with Chauncey? Something and they decided he wasn't coming yeah. back to Denver. Something yeah. went down there. And they had they wound up just having to cut him. Yeah, this is not the first time it's happened. It is the first time it's happened, I, I think, to a guy who's done it twice now. I mean, well, I'm, I shouldn't say that. He didn't do that here. He got fired here. But a guy of uh, that kind of name recognition. God, if New England wasn't hateable enough already, how about next level hate now. How, how about Emmanuel Sanders agreeing to sign with the Chiefs and then changing yes. to the Broncos? Great, great, great example. He agreed. Let, let's be honest here. If we want to say... That they're all the same. He agreed to a contract in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm coming to play there. The very next day, he goes to Denver. He's wooed by Peyton Manning, and he signs with the Broncos for the same number. Essentially the same number. Yeah, so I think that's a prime example of it. all just depends on what side of the fence you're on and how you're going to judge it, right? Of course. Because nobody in Denver was critical of no, Emmanuel Sanders of course for not. that. Of course not. They hate him in Kansas City. Hate him. Just like, we, just like we hate Eddie Kennison, those of us who've been here long yeah, enough to know that name. Yeah, but it's only Kansas City that hates Emmanuel Sanders. I'm trying to point out this morning that the whole country dislikes Josh McDaniels, specifically in Denver, But and I'm not getting that. Remember I'm this. I'm confused. Remember this. He might have some friends in the even the Patriots organization. Uh, there are Scott Pioli's out there. There are yeah. guys who have worked with him. When they get jobs and they're willing to offer a head coach and they like him, they will hire him. That's why I think this whole he'll never work in the NFL, never get another offer. I think that's knee jerk. I, I do. Now I'm I was going on the free market thing earlier, and that if if there is justice, that'll pay out. But you're right. If Scott Pioli, I mean, he was the the Chiefs GM or whatever a few years ago. If he gets a job running the Texans, mm-hmm. would he hire Josh McDaniels? Of course he would. Forty all hired their buddies. Great example. I can't believe we spaced this one. It just took place three years ago. DeAndre Jordan, when he agreed to a contract in Dallas. Mark Cuban tweeted it, welcome to Dallas, and then he was wooed by his teammates in L.A. Remember that? Mm-hmm. They flew out and brought him back home. They basically uh, put him under house arrest and wouldn't, yes. let, him, wouldn't let him leave his house until yes. he resigned with the Clippers. He agreed to that deal. Uh-huh. That deal was agreed upon. Happens all the time, guys. Well, it happens mean- all the time, and not just in sports. There are people listening to this show who agreed to things and decided at the last second, no, 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 I'm not going, no, no, you, you added something I don't like, or or just changed their minds. Happens all the time. So I, I guess, Vic, just to, to wrap this up, wh- whose side are you on? Cause I, I can't get a read on you right now. What do you mean, whose side am I on? Wait, are you on the cold side or are you on McDaniel's side? What do you mean, you want me to put war paint on and fight people? <laughs> I mean, whose side am I on? I mean, I'm clearly on the cold side. And I'm just confused kind of what side you could well, tour on. Well, the one thing I, I don't understand changes. what that means. Look, Robert Kraft that is... The Colts got a raw deal. Robert Kraft is still ticked about Deflategate. What team t- turned them in for Deflategate? The Colts. I don't feel okay. sorry for the Colts. You, you, you say the Colts got a raw deal. No, the people that got a raw deal are the assistant coaches who planned on joining McDaniels, okay? Yeah. I don't care about the Colts. I don't Maybe either. the Colts... You know, the Colts... Give me a break. What? Well, why do they deserve my sympathy? Because they waited for three weeks to hire this guy, and now everyone else has been you hired. Know they you know wanted what? to hire Mike Vrabel, and uh, now he coaches the Titans. What a you loss know what? that is. Blame the NFL for their archaic system on interviewing and hiring head coaches who are still playing in the playoffs. Yeah. Blame the league. I just because they so feel that. Well, there's a lot of guys that get screwed because of this. There's a lot of them. So you mean to tell me you can't officially hire Patricia or McDaniels until the... Patriots are done playing? At least Pencilboy kept his word and went to Detroit. I don't understand what part of my hot take at 808 is confusing to you. 
I'm more confused by him. Him being Vic? Yes. Not everybody could see you point at your screen. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, not sure, I'm not sure what you want me to do. Again, you you want me to fight people. I, I don't want to fight anybody. You I'm like just, to fight. I'm making the case that every one of us, every one of us, backed out on a previous agreement. I guarantee mm. you have, H.W. I guarantee you agreed to do something, and at the last second, mm, I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah, so these I, handshake agreements. I, I can, agreement, I can whole, give an example. Yeah, these whole morality things. I can think of an example too. Last year, when I won a bet with you, and you had to buy me Subway, and mm-hmm. you never delivered. Yeah, well, remember you've got a three hundred dollar Benny Hanna tab in your future tonight. So let's see how that goes. Really, look at the standings right there. Yeah. What do the standings tell we me? We can pull the audio. I did the Eagles. What you do the standings the tell me? First place, Vic. Second place, Little Degenerates. Third place, Manchester. And in dead last... Those which, haven't even been updated in three weeks. They're that's invalid. Cause, that's because it's they're all one and one. We can all move them one number. No, I got the Eagles right. Uh, Two last place. Last place. Well, we just blew through our Power 5 question of oh, the yeah. day. We're going to have to revisit in the 9 o'clock hour. Also, I contacted Kyle. Uh, he just woke up. I think he fell asleep at Pepsi Center. He might still be on glass. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so we'll talk to Kyle. Adam Morris in 9 o'clock. Up next, our morning sugar fix with Marty O. is the station that talks about your team. What would you like to see the Nuggets do this week? The trade deadline is 2 o'clock Thursday. This is becoming very, very interesting. They have to do something. Nuggets have fixed the deal. They have to do something to retain the services of Tory Craig. We've got the debate, the analysis, and the breaking news. Denver's all sports station. Kick out Harris for three. Three in a row for Gary Harris. Home of the Nuggets. That's what I like. Three's worth more than two. Altitude 950. J.C. Dodge Construction understands. It's my home, my business, my investment. No matter what the job, big or small, with all the permits and logistics, navigating the world of construction is challenging. Communication can be daunting, and through it all, you've got your own busy life. At J.C. Dodge Construction, we'll manage the architects, the framers, electricians, plumbers, roofers, and painters to get the job done. J.C. Dodge can act as pre-construction consultants, or we can do what we do best, build. Commercial, residential, and tenant finish. Whether you have a drawing on a napkin or finalized plans. As general contractors, J.C. Dodge Construction can execute your project from design to finish. On time, on budget, and always to the highest of standards. Because quality is how we measure success. J.C. Dodge Construction. Promises kept. Call 720-613-5500 or online at jcdodgeconstruction.com. When your furnace kicks on, pet dander, mold spores, dust, and allergens blow out of your vents for you and your family to breathe. Now's the time to call Now Heating and Air to schedule an air duct cleaning. Cleaner air means a healthier home and family. And bonus, less vacuuming. It's also good for the health of your furnace. All this month, save $50 off air duct cleaning packages. Call Now Heating and Air to schedule an air duct cleaning. 303-287-8000. Call today and save $50. 303-287-8000. It's going to get cold. And now is the time to have your old furnace inspected. You don't want an uncomfortable surprise when the furnace is supposed to kick on and doesn't. 
For just $19, now Heating and Air will do a 32-point furnace safety inspection and tune-up. Just $19, and now we'll give you a free year's supply of their eco-filters. Call now, the Comfort Specialist, to schedule your $19 furnace inspection. 303-287-8000. That's 303-287-8000. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Kevin Flesh here from Flesh Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney, and more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886, or fleshlawfirm.com. Are you looking for a new career? Well, with today's fast-paced world, content is available and consumed at an accelerated rate, making media careers in very high demand. And the Colorado Media School is your first step to get the necessary training to prepare you for an exciting media career with courses and training for TV and radio personalities, sports broadcasting, audio and video editing, online and social media content and so much more. If you belong in front or behind a camera or microphone, then you got to check out the Colorado Media School right now. They'll even give you an orientation just for calling to see what they're all about. Get instruction from real industry pros and graduate in as little as eight months. Hey, if you start now, you have a chance to get that media career in this year. And at the Colorado Media School, you can work on your own show or production right when you begin classes. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify I give you all the reason to call right now. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Going to be dealing with slow traffic still southbound I-225 between Iliff and I-25. Traffic is brought to you by Winter Park Resort. I-25 starting to see a recovery. Still slow northbound. C-470 to University southbound through downtown and Washington Street Bridge down to Hamden before you're going to start to pick back up. Don't take the weatherman's word for it. Go ski it for yourself. Go beyond your last powder day and explore the seven territories of Winter Park Resort. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. We avoided Josh McDaniels. I was going to have to deal with that sick little punk for the next three or four years or until he got fired in middle of year two like in Denver. I was going to have to deal with him on a daily basis, and it was going to make me sick to go to Colts Complex and look at that smug little jerk in the face. Now I don't have to deal with it. I think it's great. I mean, I'm happy. Uh, that is Greg Doyle, columnist for the Indianapolis Star, just going off on uh, McD, and uh, rightfully so. Now, we asked the question after hearing that is, okay, great. It's easy to take shots at him now after he denies the job and, and leaves back home to New England. But how did he feel about the McDaniels hire when it first happened, when the reports first came down, when he first started speaking to the Indianapolis Colts? How did Doyle feel then? Well, thanks to... Uh, my Twitter followers, uh, Chad Friends, and who sends it my way. Very well done, Chad. Thanks again. January 15th, a column by that same guy, Greg Doyle, absolutely blasting the Colts' interest 
in Josh McDaniels. He didn't like it from the get-go, guys. Listen to this. This is a column more than two weeks ago, before the Super Bowl. Quote, I can't believe McDaniels will soon be hired by the Colts and entrusted with Andrew Luck. Can't believe he was the hottest commodity in the coaching market this fall. McDaniels is Lane Kiffin to me, an arrogant young punk who ascended rapidly after daddy got him a cherry first job in coaching. <laughs> so he is held true to form, man. So credit to Doyle. He saw this. He saw it play out. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think he deserves credit for being consistent, right? He didn't like the hire from the get-go. And now this reinforced his take. He's not changing his tune uh, now that McDaniel's backed out. So kudos to uh, Greg Doyle. That was the question we asked. We got yeah. the answer. Well, again, that, that's the only way. The credibility of his reaction today is rooted in his reaction the day it was announced the Colts were going to hire Josh McDaniels. Yeah. But there's a bigger picture here, guys. This antiquated system the NFL uses where if your team is still involved in the playoffs, you're not allowed to accept a job. Why? I don't know. It's dumb. It, it feels like a system that's rooted back when, you know, you had to get on a train and travel to go interview with somebody and it would distract you from your job. And like, it's just, it's all so archaic. Mm. You know, they do the interview on uh, Skype. I don't know. I mean, it's just, it doesn't seem like it's fit with our times. I love this text, 4066. Um, I know HW always, ref always referring to Matt Patricia as Pencil Boy. And uh, this texter says, have you noticed that Pencil Boy Patricia has a laminated play sheet, which means his pencil doesn't work on that sheet? <sighs> Very good point. It's a good That's observation, yes. I would like to break that pencil in half. Maybe someday I'll get the chance. So the pencil essentially is all for show, right? He's not writing with that pencil. No. He can't. Where, where's he going to write? He wants you to think like he got a better ACT score than you, so that's why he still uses his number two pencil. He's a jackass. He probably did get a better. I guarantee he's smarter than all of us. He went to like some, I think he went to MIT. Pencil oh, no. boy he went to MIT? He went to some really, really tough school, like Rensselaer Polytechnic. He did, took rocket science. Yeah, he's like a rocket scientist. Well, the guy's extremely intelligent. His defense was trash in the Super Bowl. No so. doubt about that. Good job, All right. Patricia. Let's bring in Marty O. Give us some sugar, Marty. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar hit high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Sugar slam! Shake that. Hello, crazy morning, boys. Should be a crazy night with Benny Hanna tonight as well. Yes, sir. Wait, wait. Are you going? Oh, yeah. I weaseled my way in. Why are you going? I have no idea, but I'm in. Uh, the tables are for eight. So we have the, you know, you and HW and me and then the three little degenerates. And we're like, well, how do we fill the two other seats? And it's like, well, there's two other people that are more vital to the show than any of us. Yeah. So that's Marty and Jesse. Well, I didn't have a vote in that. I could have voted for somebody else, but whatever. All right, let's get started. Uh, this guy is not having a great birthday today. His team has lost 14 of the last 21 games. They blew a 21-point lead against the lowly Magic last night. Tyron Lou. No, it is Isaiah Thomas. He turns 29. Let's hear him talk about the tone in the Cavs locker room right now. I mean, when, when they start to go on their runs, which teams is going to do each and every game, we got to come together. And it's like right now, when we hit adversity, we go our separate ways. What it's, is going on in Cleveland? I don't know, and it's quite amazing, which goes to prove how little we actually know. When all that went down in the summer, and Kyrie Irving was forcing his way out of Cleveland, and I'm sitting on these radio airwaves in front of this very microphone saying, Kyrie, what are you thinking? Are you an idiot? Why would you want to leave Cleveland? 
Um, and, and Isaiah Thomas going to Cleveland, oh, that's going to be awesome. He can score. They're going to be even better. No, I was wrong. I was stupid. They're not better. They're worse. And Kyrie is better for it. Come playoff time, are you picking against the Cavs? Yes. Okay. Well, yes, I'm this not. year I will. I'm not. Yes, if they got a seven-game series against the Celtics, I will take the Celtics in that. Because a year ago at this time, and HW will, you will remember this, I took the field and you two took the Cavs, and you two proved to be correct because there were similar, that wasn't mm-hmm. this bad, but there were similar kind of problems in Cleveland, and we all know how that turned out. I will take the Celtics in a seven-game series, no doubt about it. Let's learn from history. Okay. All right, this comedian turns 52 today. He was voted as the fifth greatest stand-up comedian of all time. He had a very underrated TV show between 05 and 09 called Everybody Hates Chris. Chris Rock? Yeah. No. Oh. Oh. Whatever happened to Chris Rock? What does he do now? I don't know. He still does stand-up, right? Still tours? he still does stand-up. Does he? I think so. That's not Chris Rock fans? Not really. Yeah, I mean, he's okay. Someone didn't go over very well. No, clearly not. He's good on SNL. He's got really long fingers. I was looking at LinkedIn. I don't know. Whatever. All right, this two-time NBA MVP turns 44 today. He is one of 13 players to win two MVPs in the NBA. Steve Nash. Steve Nash. How's that for a bounce back? Yeah, well done. You you closed out the LinkedIn, you got involved. (laughs) Steve Nash is an assistant coach with... Uh, Ooh, I don't know. Phoenix. Phoenix. The Golden State Warriors. No, he's not. Really? Yes, he is. Wow. Yeah. yeah, you know, they have so many assistants. When I was in Golden State for the last Nuggets game there, they have so many assistants on their staff. It's remarkable. And why you need that many assistants for a team that has four All-Stars, whatever. They have so many assistants that three of their assistant coaches are forced to sit in the stands. There's no more room on the bench. They literally put them in the stands. Steve Nash, as an assistant, sits in the stands. What team has more assistant coaches, the Golden State Warriors or the Denver Broncos? Or the Alabama Crimson Tide. <laughs> Vic, back to Nash real quick. How job did those Phoenix teams get over the years with him and Amari Stoudemire and Joe Johnson and Sean Marion to not win a title? I don't even think they played in the finals, did they? I don't, I don't think, think they, they got did. that far. They kept losing to San Antonio. Yeah. And wasn't there a game where someone got shoved into the scorer's table? And I believe they, it was Amari and he got get suspended. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh, those teams were fun to watch, and they, they could never get over the hump. You're right. You know, and it's funny because what Houston is doing now under the tutelage of Mike D'Antoni, very similar look to what the Suns did with uh, D'Antoni. And, and I know we're all, you know, we're rooting for the Nuggets. We want them to go deep in the playoffs. We want them to get that five seed and make things interesting. But if you take your the fan portion of it out of you, watching Houston Golden State, that's going to be a lot of fun in the postseason. That'll be a great series. There are now three teams this season because Oklahoma City did it last night. That second time OKC has beaten Golden State. Three teams have beaten Golden State twice. OKC, the Rockets, and your Denver Nuggets. There you go. All right, this day, 1882, the last organized bare-knuckle boxing champion is crowned. Are you surprised that that has not uh, made its way back? Well, isn't that what MMA, I guess MMA, they wear those things, but bare-knuckle? Bare-knuckle. Yeah, you know, if you're going to fight and you're going to have concussions anyway, what's the difference? End the fight earlier. Take the gloves off. I would say 2010, Peyton Manning loses Super Bowl 44 to the Saints. Are you guys surprised that Drew Brees, is, that's, the, that's his only Super Bowl? Um, do, you, do you remember the DB for uh, New Orleans who Tracy, had that pick six? Tracy Porter. Yeah, yep. that's right. Cup of coffee with the Broncos. Now, yep. that game turned on the onside kick to open the second half. That was very uh, ballsy. It was, and you know what? We, we're all giving Doug Peterson a lot of credit, and deservedly so, 
because you have when you're the underdog, you have to take those kind of chances mm-hmm. to beat a better team. And that's what Sean Payton did in that Super Bowl. Because the Colts were better. They were ahead at that point. Uh, Manning was going to get the ball. It, it could have snowballed. That was the turning point, much like Philly Special was the turning point on Sunday. Well, I'll challenge you on that. You don't have to take those chances. When the Broncos were double-digit underdogs against the, Paker, the Packers, they didn't take any crazy chances. They didn't no wild plays. They just did their thing and beat them. Hmm. Okay, I mean, you you have an example of it, but typically speaking, you got to take some chances. Well, when but okay. the Broncos beat the Panthers, they didn't do anything crazy. Oh, they, they weren't just a played defense big, and crazy beat them. underdog in that game. Speaking of that game, Super yes. Bowl Fifty was this day, two thousand sixteen. Great day, boy! How things have changed in two that, years. That was two years ago. It feels like it was about twenty years ago. Seven hundred and thirty days ago. I read this stat yesterday, and and I, I guess I was aware of it, but it just didn't come to to mind. The last time the Denver Broncos have had back-to-back losing seasons, anyone care to guess? Back-to-back wow. losing I'm gonna seasons. I'm going to say it was like in the early 70s. I believe it was 72. Yeah. Wow. By the way, it's been 731 days. I think there was a leap day in 2016, so I just want to correct myself before Marty. <laughs> about where we were two years Man, ago today. Who the hell invented leap days? What's with the leap year thing? Why is that necessary? Keeps the earth on track with the moon or something. I don't get that. It's just not necessary. You don't have to confuse people. I don't think anybody other than you is confused by this. Just fix it. All right, Marty, are you done? Do you talk or what? He's what's, calling what's Adam Mars because you got a guest at nine oh, o'clock. Sorry no, about that. I did. He just I mean, he just stops talking during right? his segment. He's just yeah. going to start yeah. multitasking. This is his segment, and you just can't stop talking. Super Bowl Fifty was kind of a mic drop in Marty's defense. Yeah, it was my mic drop. Pardon me. It's kind of a. All fun right, when day. we come back from DenverStiffs.com, his thoughts on what the Nuggets might have planned here in the next twenty-four hours. This is going to be a big couple days for your Nuggets. You got the Vic Lombardi show. This has been your morning sugar fix, brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tomorrow night, the Avalanche are in St. Louis to take on the Blues. The puck drops at 6 o'clock with a pregame show. Get it away at 535. Mark Mosher, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Avalanche, home of the Nuggets, Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Is, is Tory Craig going to be on this roster Friday night? Yeah, it's going to be, uh, you know, we'll have to wait and see uh, all these things. I mean, uh, I'm not sure what's going to happen, Vic. I really don't, uh, whether it's Tory, whoever else. Uh, I hope all of our guys are back. Uh, I love how we're playing. I love the vibe that we have right now. Um, and who knows? Come Friday, we could have a, a few new players, or we could have the exact same team. Hmm. That is Michael Malone in the first hour of the show today. Let's go to the hotline and bring in Adam Mars, our uh, NBA insider. Adam, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to Coach Malone this morning, but he, he's not going to reveal anything because he has to talk to the guys in the front office. But would you expect a change? I, I do. I, there, there's no way that the current roster will be intact after 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Well, never say never, Vic. Um, you know, there's a there's been a lot of trade deadlines that have come and gone where I thought, uh, you know, something was going to happen and nothing did. Not just with the Nuggets, but with you know teams around the league. So, I, I do think that there are certain moves that you look at and think um, the Nuggets would like to do. That the clip you just played, uh, Malone talking about Tory Craig. 
Torrey Craig's a Michael Malone guy. I think he's a coach's type guy because, you know, you don't have to run any plays for him. You don't have to do anything. He goes out there. He grabs offensive rebounds. He dies on the floor. You need that kind of guy on your roster, and the Nuggets have to open up a spot in order to keep him. So, um, so I think that there's some moves that the team would like to do, but I don't feel like I, I don't feel like the team is you know in a bind if they don't make a move. I think it certainly helps. Um, I think they'll look to add a backup point guard. I think that's probably the area of, of most concern. But uh, I think they'll be aggressive but opportunistic, and if nothing pops up, I wouldn't be surprised if nothing happens. Well, the only bind would be you don't have the services of Torrey Craig for the rest of the season. They want his services. You know, I keep thinking about and you're right. You're absolutely right about that. And the thing I keep thinking is, you know, Mason Plumlee gets back. Uh, Paul Millsap gets back. You start to look at you're only going to play eight or nine guys on a given night. And I still think Torrey Craig is in that rotation, but maybe it softens the blow as both of those guys are set to come back in the next couple of weeks. So, like I said, I think Denver wants to open up a spot for him very, very badly. And so I think they want to make a deal. I just don't think it's one of those situations where it's like, oh, nothing's popping up, so we're going to throw in a first-round pick just to get something done to open up a spot for him. I don't think it's a situation like that. If he does get sent back to the G League, and again, I have to ask, these are questions that I, I guarantee Tim Connolly will have the answer to, and perhaps you can help us. Let's say he gets sent back down to the G League. He's still property yeah. of the Nuggets. What if a month right. from now a Nuggets player gets injured and opens up a roster spot? Can you bring him back up then? No, because that player, unless that player was given, and I think it might even be too late in the, in the season, you know, an injury exception, that player, the injured player, would still be on the roster. Um, so it wouldn't work that way. So it's not, I mean, they they got to... They would have to trade or waive or or cut a player in order to open okay. up a spot for him. I don't see them paying a salary. They already did that once this year with Jameer Nelson. I don't see them doing that again and just paying a player to leave, basically. So I, I think it would have to be via trade. Let's talk about some of the reports that are floating out there. Mark Stein had this one with the Boston and Marcus Smart. Hard to believe Marcus Smart's only 23. He looks older. He looks like he's a 40-year-old man. But anyway, the Nuggets involved in those trade rumors. Um, how viable do you think that would be? I'm a Marcus Smart fan. He's my kind of player, Adam. He's a dog. He's not offensively gifted, but he does the little things. What do you think about him? Well, you look at the Nuggets over the last eight games. You look at them last season over the back half of the schedule. Offense isn't a problem. This team can score. And I really believe they've got – They've got a system and players in place that no matter who you bring in, the offense is going to hum. The area they need improvement is defense. And Marcus Smart, he, he's kind of one of the most unique defenders in all of the NBA because he's not that tall, he's not that long, but he can guard LeBron James. He can he can guard Kyrie Irving. And, and you know, quick, small guards, big, strong bigs, he can guard them all. So, And you mentioned, you know, he's a dog. He's He's definitely a Michael Malone guy, cut from the same cloth as a Torrey Craig, probably more impactful as a defender. And then offensively, he's up and down. So he's a guy I think um, would really fit nicely for the roster right now and would play as a backup point guard and, and be part of the defensive lineups. Uh, the question with him is, you know, he's a restricted free agent at the end of the year. So is he, would he be a type of player Denver could afford going forward? Is it just a two-month rental type type situation? You know, those are the kind of things that I think the Nuggets would have to factor in, especially when you're talking about how much to give up. And then the last part, you know, Danny Ainge, GM of the Celtics, he has been one of the toughest negotiators 
He's made a lot of deals over the last three or four years, and I think he's won every single one of them. So it's one of those situations where if you're doing a deal with Boston, you always have in the back of your mind, you know, you're going up against a great poker player, and that's always tough. Why do they want to trade him? That's a question I always ask. Well, they have a lot of talent in their in their backcourt, and a lot of young talent. And similar to situation with Denver, is he a part of their long term plans? They're at a situation now where they have to decide: can they afford him? Do they want to pay him? They've got Terry Rozier, who's a great player. They've got Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, some good young players. So it might just be a numbers crunch okay. in that they've got a, enough guys to replace him. Okay. The other name we keep hearing, Tyreek Evans, involved in a lot of different rumors. Um, who do you think would be a better fit on this roster, Evans or Marcus Smart? <laughs> I I have to full disclosure, I am not a Tyreek Evans fan at all. Okay. I mean, he is not the type of basketball player I like. So this is an easy call for me. Why? Why Marcus is that? Smart provides something. Mar- Marcus Smart provides something the Nuggets are lacking, and that's defense and defensive and versatility and toughness. Yeah. Tyreek Evans. He brings scoring, and he brings one-on-one scoring. Yeah. The Nuggets don't need that. They're putting yeah. up 130 points on the Warriors and, and Thunder. I agree. So I agree. So I, I don't see it. Um, okay, and I'm sure there's other other reports and other players floating around, and the Nuggets have the doors locked. The the thing I'm hearing though is, are they willing to give up a number one? And the more I think about it. Yeah. Somebody made this point to me yesterday. I said, oh, I would never give up a number one for Marcus Smart. I would never do that. But this team is so young as it is. Even a number yeah. one, where's the playing time for a number one? Nobody's got, there's no room on this <laughs> roster for young players anymore. It's, it's a full of young players. So maybe that number one draft pick isn't as valuable as I thought it was. There's, this is a double-edged sword. There's, there's two ways of looking at this, and I think you're absolutely right. First of all, the pick, the number one pick is probably the 20th, 22nd pick, something like that. So it's not, you're not talking about a surefire guy. You're talking about a, a long shot. But the thing is, the Nuggets have a lot of players that I think will be on this roster for a long time. Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, Gary Harris. Those guys are going to start costing money before too long. And to really contend, you've got to have your sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth guys as cheap guys, inexpensive guys. And the best way to do that is through young prospects. You have to keep the cupboard full. You look at these Spurs teams. They've always had great players either starting or off the bench that were second, third-year guys. So you can trade those guys away because you don't need them now. But two, three years from now, you're going to need a guy on a rookie-scale contract that can play 15, 20 minutes a night. And that's the risk with trading these kind of picks and thinking they don't have value. Hmm. Last question here, Adam. Um They've won three in a row. Clearly back on track. Last week was marvelous. Last last week was fantastic. I mean, three straight sellouts at Pepsi Center. I don't I don't remember the last time. Um, having said all that, what is a fair expectation in terms of playoff seeding? Now, I look at that five seed. If you can get to a spot where you can take on Minnesota in the first round, wow, that to me is the goal. Oh, there's no question about it, and it's within reach. I think you look at all of the teams in the four through eight range, and they all are in kind of a similar situation. There's an opportunity in front of them at their best. They're good teams. You know, Portland at their best is good. Um, Oklahoma City, Minnesota, these teams are really good at their best. At their worst, they're not so good. So it's just about who's going to end up figuring themselves out and, and kind of finishing strong. The Nuggets over the last eight games have looked like the team I think a lot of us expected them to be, this high-powered offense where the ball's just popping and everything's looking great, and then they can step up in big moments and, and, and close out games. 
Um, is that the team that have they turned the corner and that's who they are? I don't know. What do they look like when Plumley and Millsap gets back? Does the offense stay the same? If it does, I think you're right. The five seed is, is theirs. They're the fifth best team when they play like they did last week. Uh, it's just a matter of if they can be consistent with that. And I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about it. I'll be honest. Adam Morris, have you ever accepted a job and then reneged in the 11th hour? <laughs> I, I have not ever done that. I, okay. I, and I think it's absolutely hysterical the way that happened. Just curious. I'm asking everybody that. I will ask everybody I meet that very question today. Adam, thanks for your time, buddy. All right. Take care of it. That is Adam Morris from DenverStiffs.com and our NBA insider. You can hear him often here on these airwaves. When we come back, I tell you, let, let's get back to our Power Five. We need to roll out the Power Five. Plus, Kyle Keith will join us a little bit later. Uh, I want to talk to Kyle about what took place at Pepsi Center last night. It was embarrassing. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Kreckman and Harris. Coming up on the Wednesday edition of Kreckman and Harris, we'll look back at the Avalanche and the San Jose Sharks. Look ahead to the NBA trade deadline for the Nuggets, and we will continue our conversation. Is there a worse human being on the face of the earth than Josh McDaniels? Oh, I'm so sorry, Nate. I couldn't hear a word you said because I'm celebrating the anniversary of Super Bowl 50, the golden Super Bowl. There's gold in my eyes. There's gold in the sky. There's gold everywhere possibly some golden guests as well so tune in take a listen Kreckman and Harris every weekday afternoon three to six only on altitude 950 Troy Hansford can sell your house an agent that specializes in high-end homes and knows the neighborhood he's from here he knows here Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate is the only agent you need to call to make you the following offer. Troy will sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing homes, and the key is marketing. It always is. So give him a call today, 720-600-6244. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. 720-600-6244. Guys, are you tired of being tired, frustrated because it seems impossible to lose belly fat? If you're looking for a solution, then listen to Mark. I had fantastic results with the Andro 400 Max. Probably lost 35 pounds, and more impressive than that was the inches I lost off of my belly and my waist. And the increased energy is is fantastic. I'll be totally honest, I tried a different product. And I wasn't happy with a different product. You guys are considerably cheaper than the other brand. And I can really feel the difference. Andro 400 Max, the extra strength, all natural testosterone booster. The safe, easy, and affordable way to gain energy and lose stubborn belly fat. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Feel and look like a new man. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. We're all so busy. It's hard to find balance. Every day this month is Valentine's Day at Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa. Treat yourself or your loved one to a peaceful retreat. Go to FiveWellbeing.com to receive a $150 gift card for $125. Use promo code LOVE. Try one of their signature spa experiences or have a relaxing massage or facial. Use promo code LOVE through February 28th at FiveWellbeing.com. 
time comes for you to buy your new truck, how are you going to decide? The lowest monthly payment you see on TV? With the mouse print disclaimer telling you why you won't get that deal. Or maybe the radio commercial promising the absolute lowest price, followed by lots and lots of very fast-talking disclaimers that are never good news. You do have a better choice. My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Hi, I'm Alan Roach, and I've been sending friends, family, and listeners to Johnson's for almost 20 years now. And for good reason. It's because of the Johnson family and the Johnson way of doing business. The promise of a respectful, honest experience. And yes, absolutely a great deal, just without the nonsense or silly games. And right now, during Ram Truck Month at Johnson's, enjoy special incentives on over a 1,000 vehicles, over 600 trucks, 350 new Rams, and 250 new Jeeps, each one ready for you to test drive. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza. You're going to love these guys. North of E470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. If he had to go back down to G League, is he still property of the Nuggets, or would another team be allowed to swoop in and uh, utilize his services? As far as I know, unless Torrey Craig is, is part of a, uh, a trade or something like that, Torrey Craig is with us. Okay. And if he goes back down to the G League, he is still our two-way player. Michael Malone, who joined us in the first hour, along with Jared Bednar. We have the coaches back-to-back. If you missed any portion of those interviews, feel free to hit the website, Altitude 950 website. Welcome back to the program. Uh, guys, This every time I try to steer clear of the story, there's new information that comes back. Now, Chris Ballard, the general manager of the Colts, expressing his disbelief this morning on what transpired last night. And Ballard is actually a friend of McDaniel's. That's, that's how this all happened. They're friendly. They know each other. They have a history together. He says, quote, with Josh backing out, we're disappointed, unquestionably. We thought we had an agreement in place. We followed all the rules. We did everything right. Two interviews. Both went well. Very confident. We were going in the right direction. Confident Monday evening. And then I got the call last night, and I had to inform our owner. Wow. Yeah, that's rough. They He also uh, informed the media that they had agreed to a term sheet. They hadn't signed the actual contract yet, but they had agreed to a term sheet. Uh, and, and now you're getting more and more spin doctors coming out. I mean, it's just it's just classic Sage Rogenfeld yeah. just tweeting out all these things of like, well, remember the time my college coach was fired, yet the NCAA wouldn't let me transfer? Remember that time you traded Lawyer Malloy, a team captain, to Buffalo the week before the season? Remember that time I signed that contract, moved my family, then you released me? And none of them have anything to do with this situation. And it's always funny of like, well, one wrong doesn't make this right. No, like, no, but I think he's trying to make a point. I mean, you know, we, we're, we're going to bash McDaniels, and rightfully so. But a lot of times, it's the organization that screws the player, and we never hear about it. I've got a great story, because I've, I've done many of shows with Chad Brown, okay? Chad Brown told me this story. When he signed with New England, his last venture into pro football, he wanted one last year, okay? So he, he visited with Belichick. He was in training camp with the Patriots. Goes up to Belichick's office and says the following, Bill, I'm going to move my family here. I'm going to pay for them to come out to New England. I'm going to rent a house. I'm going to get my kids in school. I need to know, am I safe? Belichick said, yeah, no problem. Two weeks later, he's cut. I Two get weeks it. later. I get it. But because that is wrong and that happened, that justifies Josh McDaniels doing something Not wrong? Not at all. I'm okay. just saying we always ignore the obvious. Players get screwed all the time. Yes, they do. 
I understand that. And they also get paid a lot of money for playing a game. Okay. Coaches get paid a lot of money for coaching a game. I understand. Loyalty works both ways. I understand. But just because one side isn't loyal doesn't mean it's okay to then be disloyal to them. So I even, says with it's mouth, okay. even with this mouth of evidence against McDaniels, you're still pro-McDaniels on this, Vic? I, I, I'm not trying what to put part of me said I was pro-McDaniels? I'm I, just saying this happens all the time. And we ignore it. We're overlooking the fact that it happens all the time in college sports and in pro sports. People go back on their word all the Time. We're only focused on this situation, and there's a mountain of evidence that McDaniels pulled a scummy move. That's all I'm saying. People go back on their word all the time, which was my hot take more than an hour ago. It's a problem in society that your word means nothing. And the number of people who are defending Josh McDaniels because of all these loopholes, oh, he hadn't actually signed a contract, oh, this, oh, that, look at all these other things that are wrong, are just feeding the beast. The guy gave him his word, be a man, live up to your word, in this situation, in business, in life in general. That was my point. Easier said than done. No, um, it's, no it's not. It's not okay, hard. Okay, I'm, I'm going to tell you. I've given somebody my word before. Then new information came around. That's Information different. I didn't know, and I backed out on my word. That's different. I've done it. The situation why, why changed. Why is it different? Why the is it The situation changed. Again, well, if how do we you know find McDaniels, it, how do you know his situation did not change? We don't know, but we've got we've we've heard no evidence that it has, including from his agent, including from Josh McDaniels, including from Chris Ballard. We have no evidence, so let's not give him a, a free pass just because, well, something might have happened. Yeah, aliens might have come down and told pass. him not to take the I'm job. I'm just well, telling you, happened. be real, be human. You, everyone listening to the show, there have been agreements you've made. There have been promises you made, and then you decided not to go through with it. Don't I, lie to yourself. I, Don't carry yourself holier than thou. I am 100% telling you, I cannot think of an example. I can't. Okay. See, here we go again. James, not once in your life did you shake hands with somebody and, okay, all right. I'm sure I have, but I can't okay. think we of it. Did we our Cavs bet last year? I, I mean, can't think of it. I've said repeatedly, what was the bet? Tell Frisco's. It was not. Ben, you, you kept just talking about, oh, it's bacon wrap fillets, bacon wrap. I can't. I can't. You, you, you're not being right. You, again, the, the holy, holier than thou thing, I, I love it until it applies to yourself. Cause we've all been there. We've all gone there. Um, my, my, my greatest example, when I was trying to get my kids into a school, I wanted them to go to a specific school. Now, it was a lottery system. They couldn't get in. So I convinced them, let's go to this other school and, and see what happens. So we got into this other school, and they were happy. And the other school said, hey, we only have a few slots available. Are you sure? I go, yeah, 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 they're going to go. Well, it turns out that the other school suddenly had a position available. I pulled them out of the school we committed to and sent them to the other. I did it because it was in their best interest. I agreed to send them to school A, but it's in their best interest. I don't care if I reneged on the agreement. I sent them to school B. Sue me. Okay, so you're part of the problem. Okay, sue me. I mean, what do you want me to do? I did it for my child's best interest. Okay. There's always a justification for it. There's always a justification for breaking your word. There's always a justification for screwing somebody You're going to tell me on the radio at 922 a.m. on this Wednesday morning, you have never in your life broken your word. Not willing. Never. Not knowingly. Give me a break. Not knowingly. I'm Give okay. Fine. That's, you can say that, but I, I'm, I'm being honest with you. I'm being 100% honest with you. I can't think of that. HW, ever broken your word? Mmm. Uh, apparently, I think I have, but I, I don't you, you know. Think, you think? You have to think about it. Not this Never extreme, once. Vic. Not this extreme. Not to the level where I would have called myself Come a scumbag extreme. like I called Mr. Daniels an hour ago and made coach. you all upset. 
We always make this extreme. It's just a freaking football coach. Yeah, and then how about the three coaches who signed contracts to go coach in Indianapolis, and now they don't know who their boss again, is going to be? Again, I can make every example, too. How about the high school coach? How about the college coach who recruits specific players to go play for him, and then he leaves for another job? You're taking the Sage Rosenfeld's thing. Okay, just because, because it happens all the time. Those are problems, and just because it happens all the time doesn't mean this is fine. Okay, people speed all the time. The only right? thing if I'm I saying is... If, if I get pulled over for speeding by a cop, can my, my excuse be... People have been speeding down this road all day. You think he cares? No. I still broke the law. I still did something wrong. And if I get caught, I should be punished for it. Let's not give the guy a free pass because there's other problems in the world. Not at all. The venom we are spewing toward Josh McDaniels this morning, a lot of it is because of the history here in Denver. A lot of it is because we hated him before this. Not for okay? me. I'm the A lot of it is because of, of I don't know. But I'm, t I'm here to tell you. It happens in every walk of life. So save some of that venom for everybody else. That's all. Follow I'm telling. scream, I'll scream. I will I, save I, it for I'm some scared. for someone else. I'll, uh, the next guy who d doesn't live up to what he said he's going to do, I'm happy to rip them too. I'm not going to go. Well, you know what? Other people do wrong things, so this is fine. Uh, give me a break. <laughs> Nobody is telling you that it's acceptable. It's fine. I'm telling you, it happens all the freaking time. I get it. I live in the real world. I understand it happens all the time. It, it, it's happened to you. It's happened to HW. It's happened to me. It's happened to Marty. It's happened to Jesse. Just be, we all weren't happy when it happened to us. So at some point, somebody's got to stand up and say, yeah. "Can people just do sure. the right thing in life?" How freaking hard is that? Of How course, you want people to do the right thing, but you're lying to yourself. You're lying, and and, and, oh. and I find it insulting. If you tell me you've never reneged on something. Okay. Anything, minor or major. Kevin Fine. on the text line. Kevin. Kevin, I don't know you. Kevin writes, Vic, Manchester is completely right about this. I know our society doesn't like absolute standards, but either you keep your word or you don't. I agree. What? I agree. You don't think I think keeping your word is important? But, Kevin, I'm going to ask you this. You ever gone back on your word ever to anybody for anything? If you say no, you're lying. You are lying. That you can't put out that blanket statement, Vic. I'm, I'm putting it out. It's my radio show. I'm putting it out. Okay, you're but lying. I can't think of. I cannot honestly think of an example, big, small, medium, whatever, where I did. So you're just calling me a liar because I honestly can't think of one. I believe I you're overlooking your. I, I believe. I, I maybe liars. Too I strong. don't even know what this is. What is? You mean to tell me you've had no peccadillos in your life, or you've done something or said something that you didn't intend to say, or you? Come on, man. Come on. You're okay. not a saint. I'm, I'm not a saint. Thank you. I'm not Saint James. But I don't knowingly break my word. I don't. So I can't remember having broken my word ever. That's what I'm saying. You can think that's holier than thou. You can think that's me having a, a warped sense of reality. That's fine. I just well, can't think it, of one. All I'm thinking, it's idealistic, and I really recognize the idealism. I get it. We all want to live in that world. That world is non-existent. Mm. That's all I'm okay. hearing. And that's why we live in the, the That's truth. why it's non-existent in the world, because we all create a gray area to give ourselves a free pass. <laughs> okay. Because we, we all want to hold those people to standards, because we want to, we want to make sure when we want to do something wrong, we've given ourselves an out. That's not how it works. The texture is right. There is absolutes. There is right and there is wrong. And if you can't see that, you can't see that because you're trying to give yourself a way to go do something wrong when the opportunity strikes. I have no idea how we walked into this preach job. Yeah. You're preaching now. <laughs> it's a sermon of some sort. Sermon on the Mountain from Manchester. Oh, gosh.
I yes, get it. Peach. This is this is another one of my controversial hot takes. Hey, if you tell someone you're going to do something, do it. In the greatest hot take I've ever heard in the history of this radio show just occurred. James Merrillat saying he's never once lied or or fallen back on an agreement he made ever in his life. It's gloomy that is and crappy outside for a reason. That's how we should all feel. That proclamation to me is unbelievable. Okay. I can't believe it. I won't believe it. I'll tell you, I'm going to talk to somebody who always, who always reneges on his word. Yeah. Kyle Keefe, next on the Vic Lombardi Show. If I want to scream, I'll scream. 2018 is the perfect time to buy a house. This is James Merrillat, and I want to tell you about my friends at American Financing. With housing coming off its best year in a decade, home buying is only becoming more competitive as we start off 2018. Mortgage rates are low, and economic growth is on the rise. Curious about what it takes to finance your dream home? An easy way to find out is by making the 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing. You can reach them at 303-695-7000 or find them online at AmericanFinancing.net. They're Colorado family-owned and operated right here in your backyard, and they're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. It's American Financing, 303-695-7000 or online at AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Shopping for quarterbacks. Boy, did the Broncos ever need a quarterback. If he does go after Cousins and he does pay him that money, Cousins is going to have to perform. Is it too expensive to sign him? The price is going to be excessive. Or is it too costly to not sign him? This is a franchise-determining decision for the next 10 years. The debate is on. But let's not fall into that notion that a new quarterback will suddenly change everything. Why didn't Washington love Kirk Cousins? Because they're stupid. <laughs> For the latest analysis and breaking news, keep it on Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Right now at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, they have the savings you're looking for. They need to sell 117 before month end, so they're ready to make you a deal. Plus, they'll even match your down payment up to $2,500 on any new or used vehicles. Mention the Colorado Avalanche and receive two years of maintenance with every purchase. Matching down only happens in February. Get here now. Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th off I-25 and 104th online at LarryHMillerNissan104.com. Driven by you. Stock number 2018, Nissan Rogue, NJP51464, 1DM1530, MSRP, 27,005, sale price 23,956, after matching down up to 2750. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Susbuick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Real de Minas. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Real de Minas will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican Mexican food, it's Rael de Minas, with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at RaelDeMinasRestaurant.com. So we're talking about texting and driving, but what about hands-free, Chad? Well, there are dozens of studies that have come out 
you are just as numb and just as unable to promptly respond to the dangers on the road when you're hands-free as when you've got the device in your hand. It, it absolutely has zero effect. It's turning your brain off to all of the dangers of driving when you're texting or when you're communicating on the phone. Get the picture? If you've been injured in an accident, contact the personal injury team at Anderson Hemet online at andersonhemet.com. Colorado has a website that will save you time. And what's more valuable than that? Visit colorado.gov slash tax. Find the answers about filing taxes in Colorado. New to the state and have questions about filing Colorado taxes? Are you a business with questions about your state sales tax? All your answers are just a click away 24-7. Colorado.gov slash tax even has a quick answer section to many frequently asked questions. Make filing taxes easier. To learn the facts, visit Colorado.gov slash tax. No need to call when the answers are just a click away. On Colorado.gov slash tax, you can find instructional videos, numerous toolkits, and information for free in-person and online tax classes. Visit Colorado.gov slash tax. It's your free resource to everything you need to know about Colorado taxes. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Revenue, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. What are you going to do with your $5,000? First Transit is hiring full-time bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. You'll earn competitive pay and have great benefits. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. Get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Go to work for First Transit, hiring bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. More information at 720-544-6450. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. I thought I had looked up at one point at the at the scoreboard and saw on, on the scoreboard Kyle Keith trying to press you above his head. Yeah. <laughs> that was a... Oh my god. When the head coach during the game actually notices the shenanigans taking place in the stands and we're involved in those shenanigans embarrassing uh let me say this uh another example of when i've gone back on my word i gave kyle keith my word that i would be at pepsi center by six o'clock yesterday because we had this whole thing planned out i said don't worry about it i'm there by six well i was late i got there at like 6 25 oh that's the not reason- the same Okay, well, I'm just telling you, the reason I was late is because my sister locked her key in the car. She was stuck at dance class with her kid. I went out of my way to help her out, so I was late. To, there's so many instances where I've gone back on my word. Earlier in the day, I was supposed to go speak to a group of kids at Bear Creek High School. That changed when this whole abs thing came up. Went back on my word. Felt horrible, but I had to because of work. Went back on my word. Sorry, things happen. That said, Kyle Keefe. Who joins us on the hotline? Have you ever gone back on your word? I I mean, I can't, I'm not even sure. If there's something that you can do wrong in the world, I've done it. Yes. I I mean, I, I, I am the farthest thing away from a saint. I've, I'm, I'm sure 10, 15 times I've gone back on my word. Yes. It doesn't make it right. I'm not here to tell you. I'm not the morality police saying, yeah, keep doing it. It's wrong. You you assign yourself to a particular job and you don't take it. It's wrong. I'm just the point I'm making happens every day in every walk of life. Yeah, and you know what? It's 
I mean, I, I don't think it makes you a bad person. I just think that, you know, sometimes you know you're doing it, sometimes you don't know you're doing it, and then you feel awful. And normally I'm clean and say, hey, you know what, I, I totally screwed you. Uh, I don't know why. It was selfish. It was mean. It was insensitive. But uh, I, I, that's me. I screw up every day all the time. So yes. I can never be one of those guys that say, nope, never happened to me. I always just assume that it has. Yeah, I'm well aware you screw up every day all the time. So you heard our conversation with Coach Bednar. He opened up the interview this morning by making note that he he observed the big screen during the Lion King uh, segment. And he saw you trying to thrust me over your head. And the first thing he said is, you you tried to press me over your head. You couldn't get it done. What led you to pick me out of my seat and do that? Why did you pick me up? Well, they're doing that. You know, the Lion King thing. And everybody brings their baby up over their head. And it's hilarious. I love that part. And then... I thought we were done because they they got us on the kiss cam and then they uh-huh. threw us up there. And you're uh, I've I've had you in I had you in my arms earlier than in the night, Vic. Yes. When we, uh, when we left the uh, the baby feeding station. Yes. Uh, where you were you were hungry, so I took you in there, <laughs> and um, so I knew I could lift you. I didn't know that you were 185 pounds, which I think you are. I I don't I don't know if I buy 170. Yeah. But, yes, I lifted you up, and I think it's important for people to know that they thought my back was hurt, but it wasn't my back. Hmm. I pulled I pulled my jugular. <laughs> I pulled I, I pulled not a muscle in my neck. I, I pulled an organ in my neck. Oh, so God. I, I can't tell you the pain that I'm feeling right now. Well, dude, I, I injured my knee, and I pulled my womb at the same time. I woke up this morning with a swollen right knee, and I'm not sure how or when it happened. Well, it's easy for us to pull the womb. After I saw Riker's little breakdown, I mean, I've gone into a, I've gone into a shell. Like I've gone into a, like a fat club camp. Okay. Um, listen, let's be flat. And this is almost, I, I don't know what to say. We've been to three games now. I've been to three games. You've been to two of the three where we've had front row at Nuggets or glass seats at Avs and we're undefeated. So this is clearly, uh, not just a trend. It's not coincidence. This has to continue. Uh, even if it has to go deep into the playoffs, we have to be present there on the glass. Well, I'm a firm believer that if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So yeah. when playoffs do roll around, there's got to be a way where we can we can combine both. Like you can you you can work, but you have to somehow be a fan. So I don't know how that works, but I'm all, my my record on the road is pretty dang good too. When I go is with it? the Avs on the road, yeah. yeah. So. It, there has to be something, and I'll I'll say this. Those were two of the now the Nuggets game was insane. That was exciting, and that I mean they had seventy two points at half. The Avalanche, you and I both talked about it, got beat in the first period. It was like, oh, this could be a long night because San Jose had it on. But then you know you find greasy ways to get goals. Mm-hmm. We were in the third period, and it's a great finish again. So both games had like massive drama at the end of the game, and that. For you and me and for what we're doing, filming these things, you, that's all you want is for it to end well and end exciting. What was funny about the game yesterday, you know, the Nuggets, sort of my element, you know, I've been to so many of those games. Going to your neck of the woods, an Avs game, where you and the fans, 
it, it was so fun to watch you guys interact. It's like you're speaking your own language. In fact, you guys were speaking in tongues at some point. I don't know what you were saying to each other. And the players on the ice actually acknowledging you during the game. There were a couple occasions during the game where they saw you and um, and reached out to you. <laughs> well, I mean, it's and it's awesome. It's it's cool. I mean, at the end of the day, and you know this, Vic, with sports, and you're friends with Peyton, and uh, you know a lot of those guys, Jake, and you 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 become friends with them because you're around them so so much. And I've been with them and every one of these guys since they got on this team, obviously. So. Uh, you know, it's, it's a, it's a fine line, you know, you, you know, that you have a job to do and you're there to collect information and report stuff. But during all of that, you do build, you, you build relationships. And so they know that I work every game. So seeing me not there, it was kind of cool to see Landy, you know, smiling and winking during the game and EJ. And then you saw big Z and, you know, a few of the guys Kerfoot, you know, they, they recognize that you're there. And so it's, it's different and cool. They're kids. I mean, they're kids playing a sport. They're having a blast. It's fun. I mean, if you don't think that those guys aren't joking and having fun out there, even in the most intense games, you're crazy. I mean, yeah. they love it. They're out there to play for the fans. They recognize the fans. The fans love them. Uh, that was one of the coolest things that you just brought up, Vic, was talking with the fans and taking pictures and all that. I was so impressed about not only their knowledge of the players in the game, but just Things that they remember on altitude or, or yeah. things that we've done with the players. It's just, I think we're all in it together, and that's what makes a team a team. I'm not going to lie. That that was such a long answer. I, I blacked out for a second, and I forgot where I was. Uh, this is Kyle Keith right. on Altitude 950. Uh, let's bring in Manchester and HW. Guys, I, I've got nothing else to say or ask this guy. Is there anything you guys have? I do have something. Kyle, yeah. last night when I was walking out, I was up in the press box, and I walked out, and I heard these Kind of, I don't know, giggly 20-something girls talking, and they said, oh, oh, and by the way, we met Vic Lombardi tonight, and then the other girl goes, no, 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 well, we did meet Vic, but we met Kyle tonight, and then they all laughed and moved on with their night, and that is a true story, so congrats, you two are local celebrities. Shut up. Wow. Well, I mean, I got to tell you, I mean, you when you hang with the big dog like Vic, it's it's hard, you know, here's the, I'll tell you a story last night that just about, just ended it for me, and this happens to me all the time. I was get myself some food and this 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 lady came up to me with her three friends and she said oh my god do you know john michael lyles and i went what <laughs> she goes oh god he's so good looking oh my god where is he is he here tonight i said no he's not he's, she goes those eyes those eyes those eyes. And I was like, yes, I know about the eyes. She goes, where is he? I said, he's in a hot body competition. And you just thought that she, I mean, she was like, where's it at? How do you get tickets to it? And I was, I was going, lying. He's not in a hot body competition. But I get asked more about Lyles than anyone. That's People call me works. and say, where's Riker? Where's Lyles? You know, they're like, who are you again? You're the guy that always screws up on TV. Are we, are we done with this guy, Chester? Do you have anything? Uh, no, I have nothing. Okay. I, I, I have nothing for Kyle. Was that your car door that we just heard? Yeah. 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 He's yeah. obviously focused. See you, Kyle. No, that was fun. I pulled over. That's it? Yeah, that's it. we got to go. Yeah, we'll um, keep talking to you. I'll tell you one other quick story. Sure, go ahead. So last night. So last night. Well, they're doing that. Hi.
Here's what's happening at Altitude 950. This week's staycation is the Golden Mardi Gras Casino. Don't miss the Mardi Gras celebration February 13th with live entertainment, drink specials, and more. Then February 10th and 24th, you'll have the chance to win $35,000 with a Living the High Life giveaway. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. Troy Hansford can sell your house. An agent that specializes in high-end homes and knows the neighborhood. He's from here. He knows here. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate is the only agent you need to call to make you the following offer. Troy will sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing homes, and the key is marketing. It always is. So give him a call today, 720-600-6244. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. 720-600-6244. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. C3Adjusters.com. Hi, Jack Farland here at Farland Classic Restoration. We restore and sell investment-level classic cars like Porsche, Ferrari, Mercedes, and more. In our shop, you'll find Denver's best craftsmen in metalwork, bodywork, paint, interiors, mechanical, and detailing. If your project is stalled, or if you're looking for a classic that's truly an investment, visit us online at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. Hey guys, listen up. We all love those hearty homestyle meals. You know, the chicken fried steak with a huge side of mashed potatoes covered in gravy. But let's get real. We aren't going to just cook that up. That's why I get my homestyle meal fix from the Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic for Black Eyed Pea. Try Cajun Catfish right from the south for their turkey and dressing and, of course, their chicken fried steak with homestyle gravy. Nine wonderful front range locations and all locally owned. Great value, great food, and great service at the homestyle Black Eyed Boss of Fitness is now open in Denver, Centennial, and Aurora. Know what that means? You can be fit and be happy for as little as $9.99 a month. High energy classes, indoor pool, group cycling, turf training, basketball, super convenient kid care, right? And Vasa Fitness coaches are beyond amazing. Work out where fitness is fun. Join Vasa Fitness with month-to-month memberships as low as $9.99 a month. Stop by one of our gyms or visit VasaFitness.com to join today. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. The Pepsi Center is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. You may not be prepared for us, but all are welcome to join the Loud House. Don't miss it. Tickets are on sale now. Check it out at ColoradoMammoth.com. The United States Postal Service is hiring carriers for the Denver Post Office. Check out the job fair Thursday, February 8th from 11 to 2. And get more info on the positions, wages, and benefits. 7540 East 53rd Place in Denver. 7540 East 53rd Place. Thursday. 
Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Crowd buzzing, fire to hit for Landis Cox to the Anaheim zone. Drops it for McKinnon with a shot. He scores! Oh no, he didn't do that. Oh no, he didn't. Yes, he did. Nathan McKinnon. You know what that call means, right, H.W.? Yes, sir. Altitude 950 wants to get you to the Avs and Canucks on February 26th. We want you to enjoy the game with a one-of-a-kind one of a kind experience before the game. Sit in that penalty box before the puck drops and then watch the Avs continue their quest for the playoffs in the latest Ultimate Avs VIP experience. 303-753-0950 to get qualified. If my math is right, we have 12 more qualifiers before a winner is picked. Friday afternoon on Kreckman and Harris, 303-753-0950. Guys, it's been a very active show. We've been everywhere this morning with uh, Michael Malone in the first segment, then Coach Bednar and this McDaniels thing, which has gone off the deep end here, talking about loyalty and keeping your word. Uh, we can all agree McDaniels is uh, villain number one in the NFL among most coaches and teams. I get that. And the Patriots are too. And what he did was wrong. Not disputing what he did was wrong. I'm only disputing that people think it doesn't happen all the time. It does. Well, and I would not dispute that. It happens all the time. It was my hot take. It's one of the biggest problems mm-hmm. in society today is your word means nothing. You know, I, I come from an overly simplified version of life, right? If I give you my word, my word yeah. is my bond. If I shake your hand on something, I'm going to do it. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, hey, if I said I'm going to do something, I go to the airport to go to the thing and the flight gets canceled – it's outside of my control. That's not me backing out. That's not me uh, reneging on a deal. That's just life happens. I understand that, but Chris Ballard agrees with me. He had a pretty fiery press conference today, and there were a lot of highlights, including him at the end muttering the rivalry is back on and then storming out. But he also said, I live in a black and white world. Either you're in or you're out. I didn't want the explanation. Exactly. Exactly. You're either in or you're out. Oh, you're out? Fine. Let's go. I don't disagree. I... I do not disagree with him one bit, but I'd love to go back in Chris Ballard's history. I, I don't know the guy at all. I'd love to research a little bit about him and see if he ever had anything close to what happened to him. I wonder if he executed something or backed out on something or lied to someone or agreed on something and decided to disagree. I'm just curious see, but if he's ever done that. That's the problem I have with this argument is because well, other because people... he just said well, – he just said, I live in a black and white world. I'm a, right. I, I, I want I want him to prove it. But because uh, because other people make mistakes or because you've perhaps made mistakes, therefore you can't have a high standard for people. Because why? Why? Why can't that continue to be the standard? Even if I fall short of the standard on occasion, that's still the standard I try to hold There's myself nothing to. Wrong and I'm going to hold having, everyone else to that standard. Nothing wrong with having high standards. But to... Then take it next level and say, I've never done anything wrong or gone back on my word. That's, that's, that's horse, you know what? We we live in the society of free pass. And you know what? We all want to give ourselves a free pass. That's why we do it. I'm going to give all these people a free pass because I know sometime down the road, I'm going to want to do something wrong and I want a free pass. That's the way it is now. Warning. Warning. Field day. Don't live up to it. Rack up a big bill. Don't pay it. Whatever. Just ignore it. Don't pay it. Doesn't matter. I mean, it's just, it's garbage. And it happens all the time in society. I agree with you. And it's a problem. Was that a rant about me getting free Benny Hanna tonight? Yeah, it could be. Live up to your word. How hard is it? Vic and I made a bet last week on air about Benny Hanna. Just FYI. 
By the way, do, do we have a number of what the bill, if those that haven't heard yet, we, we're uh, paying off our, I, I don't even know what you call it at this point, a wage, wager, a bet, an agreement uh, tonight. All of us are going to Benihana. We had a big uh, season of picking NFL football games, and the original wager was whoever finishes last in those picks has to pay for Benihana. Well, Correct. I finished first, and somehow I'm sitting here today having people telling me I'm paying for dinner. I finished first. Not My name is at the top of the list. It's HW, because HW has tried to weasel out of Every one of these things we've done on this show since day one. We bet on Friday who would win the Super Bowl, and Vic, I asked for the points. You said no points straight up. I said, all right, fly, Eagles, fly, straight up, and the Eagles flew me to a free Benny Hunt. It's, it's, it's a funny bet, though, because Vic had something to lose. You had nothing to lose. It's just, it's typical. It's exactly. what I call that, I call that the millennial bet. I mean, had, who's paying for money okay, and Jesse? No, 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 no. Hang on a question. Hang on a second. Had the Patriots won, how would that have made your situation worse? I would have probably asked you to foot the bill. See, right, you'd have weaseled see, out of it. You, you're, you're complaining about people backing down on the... Look at this. Look at Four that mentality. Four of the eight people at the table have the last name Merrillat tonight. That was never the deal. You know, they the get biggest, paid to be on this show every week. The biggest scourge is Getting not people backing exposure. out of agreements. The biggest scourge is the freeloaders that we're dealing right. with. Right. Which is who? Marty and Jesse? Yeah, they didn't pick a game. I'm just curious tonight. We have dinner for eight at Benihana. How classic is this wager that he's made with you? That, that suddenly it turns around and I'm paying him. Yeah, you, it's it's typical. You could have gone from free dinner to now you got to buy from everybody. He could have gone from having to buy for everybody to having to buy for everybody. Well, I'm just not bringing a wallet. I, I like that like point. My, well, my old you're buddy, gonna get carded for your Buddha, so I don't I'll know how you right do that. Like my old buddy Louis Wall back in high school, we'd go to dinner and at the end of dinner we'd have a great dinner at Pizza Hut or Taco Bell. And we'd all pull out our wallets and say, "Yeah, I don't have any money. I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm doing that. I'm not bringing my wallet tonight." We should just make sure the cameras get us all walking out on the bill and leaving HW. In fact, HW, you ought to call this place and say we're giving them good promo stuff and we should get a free meal. Yeah. Mm, don't know if that's in my job description. Well, your job description allows you to come and get a free meal. I'll, yeah, I'll be there eating my free meal tonight. I'll take care of that much. Let's talk to Marty, who's going to be freeloading as well this evening. For some reason, he's invited to the table. Uh, Marty, uh, tell us about our mistakes. Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. All right, the freeloading Fact Checker here. Uh, okay, so after a vegan record yesterday, we had a vegan free show today, guys. Well wow. done. Wow. Very impressive. I cracked 190 yesterday, just so everybody knows. Keeping track. Ah, so close. Okay, you guys were talking about the trade deadline. It is tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern, which is one Mountain Standard. That is 10 a.m. in Hawaii, if you're keeping track. Okay. And, we, uh, they, they were wrong on that. The HW quickly corrected it, but initially they were wrong. Mm. And uh, HW earlier was trying to get you guys to the dark side. Let's uh, Let's hear that. I think you guys should get better at holding grudges. He wants you guys to make a list of your own, I think. Oh, man, I got some. I'm a grudge guy, for sure. Well, that's not so holy. I mean, grudge guy, that's... You just talked about morality. You this, can't keep grudges. This is the That's classic, not very Jesus-like. This is the classic... <laughs> classic example of how you and HW and the listeners misrepresent what I said. I never said I was perfect. I never said I'm holier than thou. I've said I've never willingly and knowingly broken my word. That's what I said. You see the text, 3936, February 7th is recognized as the Feast of St. Chester. <laughs> That's tremendous. 
Gosh. Is Chester a saint? Uh, he, he is be. now. He should be. <laughs> okay, you guys were talking about Pencil Boy and his college earlier. Uh, Matt Patricia did go to, how do you say that? Rhinesalier? Rhinesalier. Rhinesalier. Yeah, that one. Polytechnic. Yeah, RPI. and he got a bachelor's degree in aeronautical engineering. Yep. So. He's a rocket scientist. What did he get on his ACT, though? Oh, I'm sure he blew your coverage on these. Hey, listen to me. I guarantee he's smarter than all of us. Did they you have... can make fun of his beard and his pencil. He's a smart dude. I wonder if he took bowling at RPI. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that came up. Mm-hmm. If Matt Patricia wants to compare ACT scores, I'm happy to do that. You think you really are going to sit here on these airwaves and you think you had a better ACT than Matt Patricia? I, are, you want to talk wagers? I will wager a week's check on that wait on that right there. I guarantee he had a better ACT. I'm score. going with Vic on this one. Why don't we start with a Buddha tonight at Benny? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. All right, then finally, despite Vic and Kyle's best efforts to distract Bednar and the boys last night, they still pulled out a win. Let's hear what Coach had to say about your shenanigans. I thought I had looked up at one point at the at the scoreboard and saw on, on the scoreboard Kyle Keith trying to press you above his head. Yes. <laughs> that was uh, getting rowdy over there. Yeah, that got, scared me a little bit. I thought he was going to say something else about pressing. All right, and that is it for me. Thanks, Marty. By the way, didn't talk about this in depth today. That whole SpaceX thing, everybody was going crazy on social media. So what, what happened? Yeah, why, why was there a car orbiting the Earth? Well, it was it was the, they designed part of the rocket to look like that. So when the camera was taking pictures, that's what you saw. But yeah, it was SpaceX, which is Elon Musk's um, company that's exploring, you know, putting people into space, all that kind of stuff. A private entity that's doing this, and he also owns Tesla, so he uses it as a way to market. Uh, one company to market the other. So he flew a car on a rocket ship to outer space and then spit that car out of the rocket. How does it get back home? Uh, I don't know. I don't know that it does. Maybe it burns up. I don't know, but his his launch was successful. I mean, it's but, a, so, but what's the point? How am I better today? How does this help me? Well, a private company starting to be, to be able to get into space. It'll make it easier to get up satellites and communication things and all that kind of good stuff. Is this guy going to the moon? What's the end game? But the fact that there's a freaking Tesla running around, what if it ends up in my backyard? That's almost dangerous. It's not an actual Tesla. It's like an optical illusion based on the way you take the photograph. It's just the one is placed in front of the camera. It's like a model. Oh, it is. I I swear to God, I thought it was an actual car. But there's not a car in space? Oh, my God. No, I'm with Vic. I thought this was a car in space. We're not sitting out there with our, we're not sitting out there with our telescopes, dude, like you are. I have no idea what's going on. I, I, he it, can't even talk right now. There so are certain upset. days I'm, I have the energy to go down these paths with you guys, and then there's today. I, it's just that there's no, there's not a car in space. Well, maybe you can get a nice vegan meal in you after the show <laughs> to make you feel better. Again, everybody goes gaga about these rockets, and I'm sitting there to myself saying, well, hold on a second. Didn't we do this in the 60s? Why is everybody going crazy over rockets? I've seen rockets already. I've seen rockets go in space. Why is this such a big deal? I'm just going to You can't it explain it. No, I, it's because it it, it's a guy starting a company that did it. When we did so? it in the 60s, it was the federal government with 400,000 people behind the effort. That's the difference. Now okay. it's one guy and his company, and they've been able to crack this code and make I, I read space book. travel semi I read Elon Musk's book. I read it. I get it. But, yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to... Okay, so, you, so it's if I give Timberlake and, an eight out of ten, I'm giving Elon Musk a seven out of do ten. You, do you admire Phil Knight? Sure. Why? We've had shoes for millennia. 
Well, why? We've always had shoes. Cavemen had shoes. They strapped things to the bottom of their feet. Okay. I like, but see, I wear Nikes. I'm never going to go on a damn rocket. We had shoes in the 60s. Dude, the next time you see me in a rocket, I'll be dead. I'm not jumping in a rocket ship. Well, you never know. You never know. Before we say goodbye, Jesse Trujillo, fire up the Fired Up Finale. This is the Fired Up Finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. Well, that's why we live in the, the that's why it's non-existent in the world, because we all create a gray area to give ourselves a free pass. <laughs> okay. Because we, we all want to hold those people to standards because we want to, we want to make sure when we want to do something wrong, we've given ourselves an out. That's not how it works. The texture is right. There is absolutes. There is right and there is wrong. And if you can't see that, you can't see that because you're trying to give yourself a way to go do something wrong when the opportunity strikes. I have no idea how we walked into this preach job. Because you're preaching now. It's a sermon of some sort. Sermon on the Mountain from Manchester. Oh, gosh. I yes, get it. This is, this is another one of my controversial hot takes. Hey, if you tell someone you're going to do something, do it. Thank you. Be- better Manchester. the second time around. Yeah, thank you. Um, a lot of people, by the way, reflecting via the text line on the wager that HW made, thinking that he got a better ACT score than Matt Patricia. Yeah. Uh, nobody believes you, HW. Nobody. Do I have to say the number, or are we going to move on? Because no. it's What's 10 o'clock. What's your number? 31. You got 30. I guarantee he got a better score than 31. I will guarantee. There's I, only I, five that are better, I, so I, good I luck, pencil boy. my first, second, and third born that he got a better score than 31. Look it up. Scott and Julie are kicking us out. Great. Scott and Julie, look it up. What did Matt Patricia score on the ACT? It's got to be out there. It's got to be public knowledge. That'll do it for the show. Special thanks to coaches Bednar and Malone and Adam Mars, Kyle Keefe, everybody else involved. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Up next, it's Brownman and Hastings. Altitude 950. Rewind. Good for those guys. you got to give them a lot of credit because they came out and they were the best line in the second period. And they, they're, the, they're the line that got us going and fired us up and scored two goals. And then Confer ends up getting empty net a goal at the end. So all, between those guys, they had all three goals. So, um, you know, they're, they're getting put in a spot where they're getting more opportunity. All those guys' minutes have gone up since McKinnon's gone out of the, out of the lineup. And uh, we put them together because those are the guys we want to see uh, eat up some of those minutes and, and try to find a way to produce offensively. And tonight they answered the bell, especially in the last 40 minutes. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tomorrow night, the Avalanche are in St. Louis to take on the Blues. The puck drops at 6 o'clock with a pregame show. Get it away at 535. Mark Mosher, the radio voice of the Avalanche.